Ahoy! I'm the comic book hunter, also known as just Hunter. Hello there, I'm History of the Flash, but you could call me JD. I'm Comic Rebirth, and I'm still working on my intro. And this is a hero story, episode... One, two, one. 121. Uh, thank you for joining us. For those of you just joining us on a hero story, hero story is a podcast all about DC and Marvel superheroes and comic books. Uh, we usually start off the week by going over the news of the week, ranging from live action news to video game news to comic news, all about superheroes. After that, we go over the comics of the week. This week's comics are a lot. Death Metal number six, I believe. Endless Winters part one and two. Iron Man number number four. I, I, they're behind me right now, my comics. Uh, Batman, the last issue of Bendis Superman. Rorschach number three, I believe. And I think that might be it, unless you guys read a few extra things. But before we get into that, we have a little bit of a hero story announcement. You want to take it away, JD or Harper? Yeah, I'll introduce him. Uh, <laughs> Harper is obviously a friend of the show. Um, he's been on like for the last like 30 weeks because we love him to death for some reason. Um, he's uh, He started out as, as just like a follower. He made his own account and... Yeah, we just liked them a lot. Uh, we have clearly good chemistry because you guys seem to love having him on. So uh, Hunter extended the invitation. I mean, we both extended the invitation, but Hunter yeah. <laughs> uh, extended the invitation to Harper and uh, asked him to be a permanent host on a hero story. And he accepted because what else would he do? Um, <laughs> it was more so, of a threat uh, than an ask. <laughs> he, he said, join a hero story or die. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so welcome to a hero story, Harper. We are very happy to have you on the podcast, even though you're already on. You were basically already a host, but now it's in writing. Yeah, it feels like a, a natural, a natural progression. I do want to bring one thing up because I think it's funny. Is we were talking recently about how there has to be at least one person out there who has watched a hero story or listened to a hero story from the beginning and is like, every time now Tyler or I are on, is like these new guys, they're ruining the format. And you can tell, like, that one dude's going to be listening to this. He's going to be like, oh. no! The, 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 hero, the hero story purist. Yeah. The, I was guy, an the, OG hero the story guy, The guy who listened to episode one when I ended episode one with, we'll try to make every episode around half an hour, but... Yeah. <laughs> oh, right yeah, up, I forgot that happen. was the original plan. Right up, did not happen. No. Um, Last week's was two hours long. Just about. believe it or not, when we started this podcast, me and Hunter used to run a stopwatch on the side, so we would like know like we were getting close to the half hour mark. We're like, oh boy! Um, wow, what what happened? How the mighty have fallen? Well, we used to be like, got... now to review Batman issue seventeen. Uh, I didn't like it. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that, I'm still I'm still like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what, well, did, what, what, what did you think of this comic? Uh, yeah. Next. That is that is spot on you. You're like. I read Flash and then like one other issue and it was fine. Anyway, that's been <laughs> a hero story, everyone. Me, me, me talking about Flash is like a full like presidential speech. And then me talking about any other book is just like, yeah, <laughs> it was it was a book that existed. <laughs> yes. But um, for real though, welcome Harper. We're happy to have you as a real guest. Um, You're on the I website as of now for the audience listening. Uh, you should be on the website. We should have posted about you on a hero story, Instagram and everything. So Insanity. it's official. You, you I'm trying to hide that. the excitement because if I start yelling into a microphone, it's going to sound terrible. But I am. Well, you are yeah, a dream come true, story. legitimately. I know. <laughs> you are a hero story that's, because that's, you spent nice. how much money recently on this pop? Oh my god! So I bought I bought this pop filter, I bought this microphone, and I bought a webcam. And you know, as 
you know, international uh, listeners will know Australia is is terrible when it comes to, you know, the value of things. USA. Um, so USA. I spent. I believe I spent just over five hundred dollars on equipment this week. Oh my god! Okay, that's more <laughs> than me. No, that's about the and, same. And oh, this is a this is a special announcement. Hopefully, by next week, I will have a completely new internet connection. And hopefully it means I will not drop out anymore. Boo. Or turn purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to change that bingo card. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait and see if it works. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, we're looking all professional now. You got a pop filter. I got one of two. A uh, bit of a new setup. JD, you still got your, that nice, beautiful wall. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I'm going to put up a slab. My my slab, I'm going to put it up probably right here. <laughs> one figure out how to. I just got to figure out how to hang it, um, but it will probably be going up here because I think it'll be a good look. Um, I bought a new shirt, so uh, yeah, really repping the hero story. It look it looks completely different to all your other shirts. <laughs> so someone someone DM me and they were like, "Do you put that on just for the show?" And I'm like, "No, I just wear this all day, every day, like of my life." You're like um, a cartoon character. <laughs> like they don't the animators <laughs> don't want to animate like a new clothing for them, <laughs> so you just wear the same uh, thing every day. <laughs> It's, it's JD, you just got uh, some of your your CGC comics done, right? Aren't they aren't they done and no, they they the CGC of... received them. So um, oh. for those who don't know, Jeff Johns was doing a CGC signing. I think I talked about it on the show. Um, I sent in three books, one to be signed by Jeff and Jason Fabok, and then two just to be signed by Jeff. Uh, I kind of wish I would have sent in a few more issues. Now, granted, it was it was very expensive to send in what I already sent in, but. Um, I do think it's like the only time that Jeff is going to do a signature series since he's hashtag canceled. Uh, but <laughs> no, we'll but get to I, that later I, in the um, show, so, actually. So, yeah. so, I, so I sent in my copy of uh, Doomsday Clock number one with the Rorschach cover. Uh, Very. I nice. also sent in my cover of my copy of Flash one ninety seven first. Oh. Um, and then I sent in Batman three Jokers the Batman cover. So I, they're all going to look nice. Um, if I could do it again, I probably would have also sent in DC Rebirth 1, my original copy from 2016, just because that issue has so much sentimental value. Mm-hmm. And then I probably also would have sent in, um, wow, I'm going to get the number wrong. I think Flash 182 or 184, the Captain Cold origin issue. I think 182. I think 82, um, yeah. But I, I love that Scott Collins cover, uh, and mm-hmm. it would have looked great with a Jeff signature on it. So I kind of wish I would have sent those two in as well. But I think what, what I get back is still going to look really good. And I did spend a ton of money. So I guarantee he'll do. Now, you know, who's, you know, you know, now you know who really regrets not sending something in this. Oh, guy. really? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know if I'm pointing I, in the right direction, but you're this not, guy, uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I regret it. I was, uh, I forgot. And then JD reminded me, he's like, Hey, we got to do it right now. And I was like, Hey, money it's kind <laughs> hey, of the, the, hey i'm not gonna do it hey eh? now, now, now the cool thing is cgc will not charge your account until they actually receive your book so i just got charged the other day despite buying uh, it like in november actually yes oh, so I you actually had a that. lot of time oh none oh man because i i love cgc i damn it i don't have any signatures <laughs> So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, for those on YouTube uh, behind me, I have a few CGC covers at the moment. Yeah, so I'm going to be getting three slabs in addition to the... I, I bought this one pre-slabbed in the 9.8 because, I don't know, it seems like a lot of work to get it myself. And 9.8? I, get it I didn't even realize it was that damn. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very pretty copy. And I, I just wanted it for the... Well, my camera's kind of ass, but um, it's on the top it says Wally West 
comes the Flash because Crisis Twelve or he yes to the end. Now my is that a first edition? Yes, first nine point eight first edition of Crisis Twelve. That is incredible. How much did you pay for that? Just out of curiosity, I paid seventy five with fifteen shipping, so ninety bucks. Um, the 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 census said that I probably should have paid around seventy five without shipping, but um, I, I still think it was worth it. Um, I, I really like it. It's a nice one. It's my first slab, so it'll be special to me for a long time to come. I also think it's a really nice issue to have. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's cool anti monitor cover. Um, I I want to have it side by side with my dream Grail comic, the Flash One Ten, the first yeah. appearance of Wally West. <laughs> to have them side by side of like first Kid Flash, first Flash. I think that'll be look really good. And on then my the wall, first so. time Wally West killed. Oh God! Heroes in crisis. Yeah, you gotta get that too <laughs> next to it. First I thought nobody. Committed... I thought nobody dies while he West. First time he commits <laughs> manslaughter. That's a good reference, JD. Very well done. Thank you, thank you. I, I am history of the Flash, after all. Uh, ladies, yes. up. Um, <laughs> uh, no, Harper, but... <laughs> just just yeah. a question. I know you live on yep. an island, but do you yep. do you want to get into CGC ever? I I really like the idea of it, and there are a lot of issues that I'd want to like get, but I don't know how much money it would cost me. Like, man, Probably. I just spent half a grand on podcast equipment. <laughs> Oof. Do you have any, um, like, key issues that you own right now? Like, just not? No, not really. No. I did buy... It's not It's not a special issue at all, but I did buy a, a first edition copy of, like, the first issue of the 98 Iron Man series, which isn't, like, that special, but it's cool to just have a, a first edition first issue of an Iron Man run. Mm-hmm. Um no, apart from that, no. All, all the cool stuff I have is, like, reprints. Like, I've got reprints of Crisis and reprints of, like, oh, classic okay. Flash. Yeah. Yeah. I'm slowly starting to I get would... back into it. So, yeah. The, it, the thing about slabs... Hunt. Yeah, the thing about slabs and, and key issues to me is that, like, it's a disease. Like, you get your first one, <laughs> and then you're like, I need more. Like, it's like a junkie, honestly. I swear to God. <laughs> no, it no. is, yeah. I need, a, I need another hit of uh, key issues. Um, Just as soon as you start... Not, not, like the, a... not the worst thing to be addicted to, I guess. You no, know, no, it's no called... yeah. It's not hurting but, us. Financially, um, but other than financially, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, I have a ton of slabs that I want to get into. Um, some, I think I'll end up buying pre-slabbed. Like, when I get the Flash 110, it'll already be slabbed. I don't want to deal with trying to get a raw copy. I mean, it's from 1959, so it's yeah. ancient. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I think, and I, and I said this to the hunting, uh, to my fellow hunters on Instagram, that I, I think that Me 2021 is going to... 2021 is going to be the year that I got the Flash 110. Um, I'm just going to just, just going to do it. Just going to full send. So I will New have Year's it on my Day. wall. New Year's Day. You have to... <laughs> I don't know about all that, but uh, <laughs> I just got the uh, first appearance of She-Hulk yesterday. I met with a stranger so online, that. and cool. yeah. he was very old, and I was a little nervous, but I, I got it. It looked it, good. I yeah. saw. I saw. Yeah. It yeah. Good. There's. A little... I, I can't imagine how I can't imagine how a Canadian Facebook Marketplace transaction went. Like, oh, oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Was it a <laughs> yeah. long drive out here? They apologize and give it to you for free there, because you there, drove there was out no, to them. There was no Timmy's on the way here. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, of course. Oh, did was. you brave the snow just to get over here? Oh, jeepers! <laughs> oh, you can have it for free, eh? That's basically what happened. But he was just like, "Hey, uh, so do you want to pay me now or just in a few days?" I'm like. Oh my god, it. that is yeah, so right. Canadian. I was just like, well, uh, I can pay now. Like, I want to take it right now. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's okay. Just like, it, I understand most people get paid on Friday and all. I'm like, oh, I can, I can oh pay now. But that wouldn't paying. happen here. If you didn't like, rock up with the money in Australia, they'd like beat you to death. Very trustworthy. He's like, okay, well, yeah, yeah um, I don't know how much this is worth, but since it's the first appearance, I'm thinking $100. I'm like, yep, that works. 
it's going for mm. six hundred right now. Uh, for yeah. like a nine point. First of all, so. first of all, terrible negotiation skills. I was a businessman <laughs> doing business. Okay. Yeah. Could have gotten him down to at least eighty. Yeah, I didn't barter at all. I saw the hundred and I was like, "Yeah, deal." Yeah, gotta. Some, I can't. I any kind. I can't do that at all. My father oh. can do that really well. He'll go to people at like markets and be like, "Nah, forty, take it or leave it," and then he'll walk away and they'll be like, "Wait, wait, wait, come back." I will go up to them and just be like, "Whatever you want, here you go." <laughs> they, they, they have they have a meme about Italian dads that they just show up to like a retail like a Home Depot and they're like. Like, yeah, this has 40 bucks, but uh, I was thinking like 30 if I paid cash. And it's like, sir, this is a retail store. We don't yeah. barter. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but I, yeah, but I got cash. So take uh, it or leave it. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of bartering for comics. I've gone back and forth on a lot of issues. Ooh. I mean, I, I'm kind of bartering right now. Well, I guess bidding, but against this other guy. It's just me and one other person bidding for the first appearance of the vision. And Avengers 57. Yeah, yeah. So right now I'm winning currently there's two days left how much at, how much how much how, yeah how much One, 120 right now is it slabbed or no not slabbed but it looks in good condition my uncle owns two copies of avengers 57 i saw them both and i definitely want him to get them slabbed because it looks so cool it does yeah Your i like uncle. the cover a lot my, my uncle, uncle, my uncle has a, he used to uh he has a crazy collection which includes the Holy Grail, Avengers number one from 1963. <laughs> Whoa! He owns Avengers one and Avengers four, which is the first Captain America. Captain America, uh, yeah. Damn, yeah. Um, he owns like a ton of key issues. Uh, Hulk 181, which is like the first Wolverine. Wolverine, yeah. Dying Size X-Men, which is second Wolverine and a bunch of the first new X-Men, like Nightcrawler and all that. Um, he owns like a bunch of cool issues. Uh, I went through his collection one day and just key after key, I couldn't believe it. And like, some of them he clearly knew they were going to be big one day because he would buy like doubles of them. So like, um, the first visions. Frank Miller on Daredevil, he bought two of uh, the visions, oh. two of. But yeah, he's got this a lot. This guy's of a genius. <laughs> and I didn't even go through his full collection. I want to see it all. Um, he has three of the first Taskmaster. I was like, yeah, that's going to be hot when Black Widow comes out. So mm. yeah, um, yeah, maybe he'll just like give me um, the Daredevil keys. He has Death of like Electra and all that. Like, I, I just it'll be cool. Oh, this is so funny because like two weeks ago, JD was like, I have no sympathy for, for you know, people who collect and sell single issues. They're, they're vicious. And now he's like, yeah, they, my uncle to, does like that. To, all be the fair, time. to be fair, a lot of the the key hunters are very vicious because the and I get it, it's a profit game, but it's like a little too extreme, like buying like mm. 10 of a single, like 10 of like a new. That's issue. a bit much. Yeah. Like, like buying like a hundred of the first punchline. So I can't get an issue. I can't even get one to read. Mm. And it's like, this is brutal. Oh yeah. That, that's a good point in general. Even, so. even just this latest Batman run in general is a lot of key issues, especially seeing that Ghostmaker mm. might be like a big character in the future moving forward yes. for Batman. So I'm glad I have that first appearance. Mm. This is like a strange start to the podcast. <laughs> Listen, no, it's I, cool. I, 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 like I think this. people, I think people like the podcast like this because it's more of a, kind of just like a natural conversation. Yeah. Um, hey, that one dude who missed us when it was just JD and Hunter. What do you think of this so far? <laughs> I hate it. He's out of the whole thing on mute. Um, <laughs> Every time we no, talk but, about Jessica Cruz, Green Lantern, he just mutes it. Like that's not how. <laughs> I, I, I just I is like that first listener people. Jeff Thorne. <laughs> yeah. I will not listen to Hal Jordan. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's, uh, get into the podcast because there is actually a ton of news to cover. Um, yeah, actually, comic news uh, in general covers the news. <laughs> yeah. So, um, just in general, we have one bit of Marvel news, a ton of DC news, one Marvel comic to review and a ton of DC comics. So if you hate DC, you love Marvel, 
Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll still talk about it, but not much. We'll start with the Marvel news. Uh, Marvel announced outside of their last presentation where they announced all their shows, a uh, Disney Plus series called Marvel Legends. It's a montage of best moments in the MCU from characters. Yeah. Episode one's going to be about Scarlet Witch and Vision. Not much is shown. They just said it's just going to be showing the best moments of. Yeah, I, I, I have this. Moments. I have this uh, inside scoop. Um, oh, inside scoop! <laughs> I, I, I want Mark you guys Ruffalo. keep this keep this just within the podcast. But um, okay, this has already been released. It's called YouTube. Oh, why, why is this a thing? Like, yeah, you know, you've got a compilation of every like vision scene or every scar- how like- funny would that be though if they just took other people's compilations <laughs> from YouTube but then did Thank the Marvel Studios intro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we might get, like, exclusive interviews from, like, the actors. All I'd want is, like, them. deleted scene stuff. That would be cool. But if it's Great. just, like, stuff, I'd be like, I'll just watch the movie. Unless it's, like, Thor The Dark World, in which I would rather watch a three-minute version than an hour <laughs> or two-hour version. True. True. I yeah. will maybe check out the first episode to see how it is. If it is just a montage, yeah. I doubt I'll finish. I'll, I'll end up leaving. Like, I've seen these. I know what happens. I know they're great moments, but... This is a they know montage. that we have Disney Plus already, so they're just like, they know that we're going to be scrolling through, waiting for like WandaVision to come out, and then just be like, oh, Marvel Legends. Ah, we'll, we'll I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think it's a terrible idea because, like, you know, sometimes before a movie, I'm like, damn, I got to rewatch these movies. So it is kind of yeah. like, a, hey, don't feel like rewatching this movie, you know? Go ahead. Like, before Thor Love and Thunder, do you really want to watch Thor and Thor 2? In Thor 3? Yeah, like, it'd be no. good for those who don't watch every MCU movie because the MCU functions as like a TV show where like everything is kind of building off the last installment. So this it'd be, be cool good. if it's like, oh, yeah, yeah it's like, oh, I haven't seen, you know, Age of Ultron. Oh, let me let me just watch this highlight reel of what was going on in that. Oh, now I'm set for WandaVision. Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of, it'll be good later on in the line too because with the MCU becoming TV shows now, I personally yeah. occasionally will do like an MCU marathon. It's going to be really difficult in like five years from now. It's going to be like a week. Yeah. Yeah. It let, already let, is a let, week. Let me, let me, let me watch the highlight reel of Iron Man 3. Uh, no, nothing's playing. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, no, I will not oh, handle Iron, Iron Man, Man slander 3 slander. <laughs> no, absolutely not. You're going to, you're going to slander Iron Man 3, but praise Batman versus Superman, you idiot. Sorry. <laughs> you're, you're goddamn right, I am. Yeah. <laughs> it was like an uncomfortable noise. <laughs> Anyway, that was my last episode of A Hero Story. Thank you. <laughs> he was resigned from A Hero Story and breaking news. Um, I'll just delete you off the website real quick. Uh, for the DC news now, since uh, we mentioned VBS there, uh, Ray Fisher's investigation with Wonder Brothers is over, eh? It, it's eh? done. <laughs> I didn't mean to be Canadian. Some of it, eh? So, to catch you up to speed, Ray Fisher said the. Behind the scenes of Justice League was really bad. The bosses were terrible, especially Jeff Johns and Joss Whedon. Launched an investigation with Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers had recently said this week that the investigation has concluded. Ray Fisher has been on Twitter being like, everyone, we did it. But nothing's happened. (laughs) Jeff Johns is still around. Uh, Joss Whedon lost his role for directing a future project a few weeks ago and ray fisher saying this is definitely due to the investigation yeah that was interesting it was like joss Whedon dropping out and giving like a valid reason about covid and then ray fisher is like this is a result of the investigation yeah. i'm like it could be or it might not be at all so it's, it's, it's kind of like when a politician will like claim a win on something that has like little to nothing to do with them like, like <laughs> they'll, they'll be like yep that was that, that jd happened don't, I- don't get too <laughs> political because there are some examples right now where that 
that <laughs> might that happened while I existed. Um, <laughs> no, but it's it's just like yeah, I don't know. I always found the whole the whole case kind of weak. And listen, if there was mistreatment on the on the you know set of Justice League, I obviously mm. want that to be addressed. Yeah. However, I feel like things are kind of being stretched for the dramatics because do I think Jeff Johns was like, uh, like sending them down, like go make justice league right now. No, yeah. <laughs> it was probably more like Joss Whedon's like, Hey, uh, I need you to lay on top of Gal Gadot here. And Jeff's like, yeah, hey, yeah, do whatever he says. So yeah, no, it- I've, it's bad. Like we shouldn't be like, Oh, it's no big deal. No, it it's is- not. And that's the thing. It's not downplaying what happened. I think it's just a situation where it's hard to really align yourself with either side when you don't have any information either way. Like all we have is, Ray Fisher going, oh, Jeff John said this, Joss Whedon said this. Yeah. And some of it you're like, oh, that sounds bad. And some of it you go, that just sounds like, you know, any two people who are kind of, you know, big egos disagreeing about things. And it's, it's awful. Like there was the thing about, you know, Joss Whedon willfully lightening the skin of, of black actors to like erase diversity. But I'm like, you know, they put a filter on the entire film and I'm like, of course, that's, that's going to be a result. So who knows? And if that was an intentional thing, uh, I'll sorry, JD's dad, I won't say anything, but you know, Joss Whedon is a bad man and that's a terrible thing to do. But who knows if that was intentional or a result of, oh, we need to make this look like a Marvel film. So let's make it bright and poppy and funky. And then that was what came from it. So we don't really know. And that's, that's the thing that annoys me is I just want to know, like, I want to know, I want Ray Fisher to come out and be like, this specifically, this happened, and everyone to be like, that's exactly what happened. Because well, well, and, and apparently we're just stuck in this who, weird stage. I, I think, you know, in the modern age, we love to talk about like, like, oh, I have the evidence. And then someone's like, all right, show the evidence. They're yeah. like, I, I, I have it. I will show mm. it when the time comes. And then the time never comes. So, no, yeah. and like, that's a big, it's a big claim too, to be like, Joss Whedon was willfully whitewashing actors in a movie. That's a, that's a big deal. And it's not even like, he's not even recasting people to take over role. He's going, oh no, those, those people that are too dark for my movie. So I'm going to lighten them up. Like that is, that is awful. That is, you should not be in the film industry whatsoever. But who knows if that was actually real? Like we don't know. It's yeah. like that's the and thing, that's, that's and that's the me. biggest thing of this. Like we just don't know. And yeah, exactly. Jeff and Joss Whedon, they haven't made statements, which I didn't expect them to make statements on this, unless something like really came no. of it. But like, I, I just feel like it's a lot of, as of right now at least, a lot of he says, she says, yeah. and yeah, it's it's just it's so speculative that at this point, yeah. you know, whatever you believe before is what you believe after. So. You know. Yeah, it's 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 such a it's such a messy situation. It's a situation we shouldn't know about because yeah. it's become this public ordeal and everything. Everyone is rushing to sides. Like I, you know, I want to be here and sit here and go, Jeff Johns is innocent because I love Jeff Johns's writing, but I can't fully sit here and go, yeah, Jeff Johns is innocent because I don't know, but I also don't know that he's not. So I'm just like, it, it, it's, it's and it's weird because, you know, there's so many stories about Jeff, like on the set of Stargirl and yeah. you know, when, when he did a Smallville episode and like all these projects he's worked on over the years of like how, like he was such a great guy. Yeah. That cool speaks guy. to the like, opposite. Like, yeah. like he, he worked with Richard Donner, right? That's how he got a start mm. in the industry, you know, Donner from the original Superman movie. So right. like, you know, he was like from that old school style of like, you know, production, which is like, you know, it, it makes you think like, was he really like this? Like if he was yeah. such a bad guy. If you know anything about how films were made, before, <laughs> you know, like why does it just come out now? So yeah. it, it's definitely a lot of speculation. But at the end of the day, like, you know, if they say the investigation's over. All right. But what's come out of it? You know, mm-hmm. we could do the whole yeah. 
hashtag accountability over entertainment, but you know, if nothing happens, come from it. For me, I think the most legitimate one is probably Joss Whedon, just because of like his track record with certain things. I think Joss Whedon is clearly someone who has a a massive ego and, and wants things his way. And when they don't go his way, he has a bit of a meltdown. And that's what it sounds like. And it's like, that is that is shitty and that sucks. But also I'm like, is that all we've got? Is that, you know, a dude is kind of a, a dick. That's that's all we've got. So who knows? Basically, yeah. Whatever. I would here's the thing. I would honestly adore for Ray Fisher to come out and be like, here's everything. And then for me to just like completely be like, why is there a photo of th- oh my god, it's Joss Whedon but Thanos. Wow. For those who are listening, JD JD held up a photo to the camera of of Thanos with with an orange beard looking like Joss Whedon. I thought that was you, Harper. I didn't realize that was Thanos. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) That's me last episode. (laughs) Yeah. Warner Brothers since said that they appreciate Ray Fisher for coming out and telling us this. And they're they're really glad they did this. And if anything else is happening in the industry, they really want people in the industry to come out and speak to Warner Brothers yeah. be like, this is what happened. Please investigate it, it, this. It kind of sounds like like the principal's office in like elementary school. Like, <laughs> if you see anything that's bad, yeah. please report it because we are yeah, going to take swift and serious action. And then yeah. uh, nothing, you never hear about it again. And then you graduate <laughs> and you're like, remember that one time we had like an assembly about this? Well, that's 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 literally this case. I think in a year, no one is going to remember it. Like Jeff Johns will be writing books. Joss Whedon so. will be directing <laughs> yeah, I was stuff. Say, I hope Jeff's writing books because as of right now, he's got zip, zilch, zero. And then, and then Ray, I think Ray Fisher will be fine because he's kind of, I think people sort of did rush to his defense. And that's probably a good thing is that people, you know, assumed why would he come out for no reason? Like, it doesn't make sense for him to basically put his career on the line if he didn't feel something. <clears throat> and even if it was like, you know, something that was targeted to him, but it might not be a general problem in the industry. It might've just been like, people were awful to him. It is good for him to still speak out. But again, that's where we my, come back my, and we go, who knows what's actually my, true. My, uh, my, my favorite headline is Ray Fisher put his whole film career online. And it's like name three Ray Fisher films that <laughs> the justice league. <laughs> the don't cannot agree. name one. Cannot <laughs> name one. Did he do that one where he's a boxer. Like I felt like he did. He's, he's doing no, he's doing. He's, yeah, he did. He was a Broadway actor. Okay, he's so doing. Yeah. Uh, but he's doing Cyborg with Ezra Miller's Flash. Right? Oh joy, booyah! <laughs> um, no, booyah. <laughs> it's also this is a case no, where no, I Jeff, feel like no, I probably I probably should research more into it before we talked about it because I don't know. <laughs> the only thing I really know is that 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 whole thing with the color correction stuff. Not color correction, as in I, I think people. I think I'm talking Ray- about like how what they did to the film to like change the entire look of it and how that affected people. But I, at the I same think, time, I could I, be I saying Ray that Fisher wrong. Fisher so. read Doomsday Clock, and he's like, "Alan Moore was right. This should have never been made." <laughs> Some people are would be on that on on you. <laughs> Ray Fisher is like Alan Moore's like biggest fan. <laughs> how dare they reboot DC in 2011? How funny would it be if, like, Ray Fisher got on Twitter and he was like, man, Three Jokers was pretty shit. Anyway, accountability over entertainment. <laughs> Ray Fisher's the huge comic hater, I guess. He's yeah. the, Ray Fisher's the guy that listened to a Hero Story episode one. <laughs> He's the purist. 
<laughs> who just hates that. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, Ray Fisher is seems to be happy now that the investigation is over and that we're actually getting the Snyder Cut. Speaking of the Snyder Cut, oh, very good. Thank you, uh, but not very. Don't good don't, too. don't encourage him, please. Don't swear words, him. Hunter. That's the news. It's swear words. Snyder Cut is going to be R-rated. Snyder yeah. straight up said that he said it's likely going to be R-rated because Batman drops an F-bomb in this. Uh, Stephen mm. Wolf will be cutting off heads and Ray Fisher himself. Uh, Cyborg's backstory is too real. That's what Snyder said. It's too real. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Maybe they're going to tackle like some social issues or something. Maybe. But why does yeah. it need to be rated R? It's Justice League. I love the Justice League as a kid. <laughs> because it's going to be funny to hear Batman just drop the F-bomb. <laughs> And I see people defending this in comment sections, being like, well, it's okay. Batman swears in the comics. No, he doesn't. Does <laughs> he he? Doesn't I mean, every ca- every character swears no, in comics. No, no, dude. He 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 curses in the comics. I to- I saw Titans trailer. <laughs> he curses. <laughs> he curses in the comics, man. Like He, he Dark- taught Dick how to swear. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Why? I, I don't like this. It's okay yeah. for some movies to be rated R, superhero movies. I think Logan was fantastic. Deadpool is a good choice, but Justice League, the character with Wonder Woman <laughs> and Superman teaming up, is right. I just R? Can't, I cannot wait to see what it is. Like, I hope it's like everything in the movie pauses and Batman just drops an f bomb. It's such like a random point. Just right now, in this day of age, Wonder Woman alone inspires mm. so many kids, so many, and those kids are going to be on their parents' HBO Max and see Justice League and a big picture of Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman be like, oh my god, click on it, mm-hmm. and just see Batman swear and then a guy get decapitated? <laughs> Probably by Batman. I mean, if it's Snyder's <laughs> yeah. Batman. <laughs> Why? I hate yeah, this. it's odd. It's a really odd... I, I just I remember seeing the news and I went, oh yeah, that'll make the movie better. <laughs> see, see, for, for me, I, I feel like it's just... Like, like, imagine BVS was rated R, right? And instead of, like, when Doomsday when Doomsday's about a laser Batman, instead of him going, oh, it's just, oh, fuck. Like, like, like is, it, is, it big, is it is it that big? That, that could be meme of the week, by the way. Oh, fuck. Um, oh, fuck. Is, is, it, is it that big of a difference? Not really. Yeah, so, no. I don't know. I just, at the end of the day, it really makes no difference to me. Like, okay, yeah, they no, can curse. It, it, okay, we can see, like, a little bit more blood. It doesn't to any of us here. I'm just more so thinking for Justice League in general as a family-friendly thing. The thing, like about, the the thing about the Snyder DCU, though, it's not meant for kids by any stretch of the imagination. Like, when Lois jumped in the bathtub with... Uh, when Clark jumped in the bathtub with Lois, I was like, kids, leave the room. It's Amy. <laughs> and then you just see splashing and then it cuts to the next scene, and that's okay. I want the rated R version of <laughs> You got the rated R version Exclusively of Exclusively the bathtub scene. <laughs> I desperately hope it's like Ezra Miller's Flash that drops the f bomb. Batman's well, like, I, I, oh, we, 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 we need of, people like you with special. <laughs> I'm scared of obnoxiously tall people and bullets and fuck. Uh, I mean, I <laughs> um, I got no fucking friends. <laughs> <laughs> when he throws when he throws the battering at him, he catches it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, but like, it's, what it's slow mean? motion in the Speed Force. <laughs> 
I like how Hunter can't partake in this conversation because it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, as a I will get my Canadian license taken away. There's a door behind me, and it'll be kicked down, and like the Canadian police. Kick down? No, in. they'll knock Garfy some tendies and come in and then kick down. Yeah, that's a good point. But <laughs> I have to answer. Here's, here's a parting gift, eh? We got you a, a, a double double, eh? <laughs> One thing. Okay, off topic for a second. One idea. Oh, here we you go. You guys can let me know oh, if you want to try this idea or not. Doesn't have to be this yeah. episode, obviously, but maybe we'll have listeners come in i was thinking timmy's trivia that's it might be an even better idea i was thinking oh. for, to involve timmy's if at the start of the episode you guys order my timmy's and i order it from like <laughs> the dishes or doordash i don't know if you guys have it in those countries yes. yeah. and then it, you guys choose what i get and then i like 30 40 minutes into the episode into the episode that sounds terrific I do, that, like do that for next week <laughs> I think order you like four double doubles. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is just an excuse for Hunter to get Timmy's. Yeah, yeah Rhino C. It is, but I think it'd be funny after, to after, have after, it after on the, the week, show. After like what, last week or two weeks episode when he went to go to Timmy's like right after we finished recording, he was like, wait a second, what if I could do this during the show? I thought yeah. it was today while getting my Timmy's actually. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. But yeah, like I, we'd be like, so yeah, so the latest Flash issue were featured. Oh, hold on, my Timmy's is here. <laughs> my Timmy's is here. Oh we, my can god! We, can we have, like, no, a musical, they, a musical introduction like uh, of like uh, Timmy's time. You guys <laughs> need to get sponsored. Can you imagine that? If it's like instead of recording an ad just halfway through, you're like, and here are my Timmy's. I've got two double doubles, some Timbits, <laughs> brought to you by Tim Hortons. <laughs> Well, that's I actually looked it up, and they sponsor like hockey leagues and things like that. Of course, you guys are on that level. Yeah, no, how you actually get the sponsorship unless they actually notice you. So I'm pretty sure they reach out to you. If anybody listening works for Tim Hortons, just oh my god, that would be incredible. That'd be awesome. (laughs) Wait, no, JD, you've got to ask them properly. Hey, if you work at Timmy's, eh? Can you get a sponsor, eh? (laughs) D? Can you get through the three feet of snow in the driveway, eh? Hey. Don't park in a puddle, hey? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> try, try, get a bike, Hunter. Get a bike. <laughs> it's snowing. It's snowing right now, actually. I have a window in front of me. But, yeah, we'll, we'll probably do that next week. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, to get all my double-doubles. Um, No animation news this week, no video game news this week, but a ton of comic news. So the DC solicitations for March aren't officially here yet. But we are getting a lot of news in general. Usually this They'll probably be out tomorrow. It's usually the second Friday or third Friday, whatever. Well, today for people listening. So bear with us. We don't have the solicitations in front of us. We just have what was announced through writers and artists being like, this is what I'm going to be working on. Mm Because they don't want to wait for the solicitations. Uh, We'll start off by saying this is the end of DC Future State. So DC Future State will just be January to February. After that, it seems like they're not even going forward with a lot of ideas so that's mm-hmm. kind of disappointing but we'll start off with uh the first one being batman urban legends which will be the third on well i guess the more of a mini series bat title right next to batman detective comics featuring stories about batman and red hood expanding the bat family written by daredevil writer chip zadarsky yeah <laughs> so if, they, if you told me that we were getting a third bat book i would have been like why yeah exactly and and it's drawn by eddie barrows who did uh oh yes not only is it gonna uh read beautifully it is also gonna look beautiful sorry what did eddie barrows do uh speed Speed metal metal. he drew speed metal oh oh 
Yeah, he's going to oh. be drawing this book for Chip. So um, now, now I said in in um, in the chat that my dream like Nightwing team would have been Chip Zdarsky and Eddie Barrows, but I will take it on a bat book because that means he. Can I mean, Nightwing. considering how like front and center Dick is again, he'll probably be in that series. I imagine. I would, I would love that. Because probably like a team up issue. It'll be like uh, Redwood Batman be and Nightwing. a great Nightwing writer. Now, granted, we we just got a great Nightwing announcement that has me excited, but yes. Um, I think that, yeah, I think this book's going to be great. I will 100% be reading this book because pretty much anything that has Chip Zdarsky's name on it, I will read. Yeah, pretty much at this point. He's such a good writer. Uh, Like you said, Nightwing also got a new writer being Tom Taylor. So he he wrote the Injustice comics. He wrote uh, the recent DC comics, the Zombies versus DC Universe stuff. And he did the recent Suicide Squad run, which was short but really well-praised. And he's an Aussie boy. He's an Aussie too, so... Yeah, he it's, grew up an hour uh, and a half away from where I live. Go find oh, no him. Way. It's, it's going <laughs> to no. be... Uh, it's, it, <laughs> it's also going to be drawn by uh, Bruno Redondo, who did his art, who did the art for Tom Taylor on Suicide Squad. Oh, so, oh that's uh, great. It's, it's very good. Very pretty. That's the cover, good. The cover they released, I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, very. Oh, beautiful. with the city? Uh, with the city well, on that the one, chest, the city, yeah. but also the, the cover... Um, it, it was like a blue Nightwing cover, like with this suit. I don't know. It's yeah, and you had like a blue city where the suit, where the blue yeah. part of the suit would be. But I'm saying, do you also saw like the long shot of the city where? It was oh like, yeah, uh, him jumping off the crane. So, so yeah, so it looks great already. Um, I will be picking this up. Um, I cannot wait. I haven't read Nightwing since the Rick Grayson stuff pretty much oh. started. So same. Yeah, um, my last Nightwing issue was issue sixty for Rebirth, for the, which was for, ten. Ooh. Yeah, I read. That was, I, that I was seventeen Grayson. issues ago, I think. Yeah, I thought Rick Grayson yeah. would be like one arc, and then I read, I read, <laughs> no, I think I, like think I read years. three Rick Grayson arcs, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's <laughs> so I, absurd that three Rick Grayson arcs exist. I, I, I read like more than that I read exist. Like, yeah, I read like two or three issues of the Rick Grayson, and I'm like, oh, this is still happening. All right, wake me up when September ends. Because then all the um, it just never happened. Were, all the solicitations would be like a person from Dick Grayson's past emerges yeah. and then the variant yeah. cover will be like nightwing jumping off a roof i'm like nightwing's back yeah, no. <laughs> so yeah i i'm so glad to jump back into it i actually one is one of the few people that believe that nightwing rebirth like the first few arcs were like almost perfect i really my, like my, the stuff with my, my feeling on nightwing rebirth is i think tim seeley did a pretty good job he did a great um, job he did a he is i mean theoretically it's probably like the fourth best nightwing run ever <sighs> Top first, Top Chuck Top Dixon. Uh, first, Dixon, yeah, Dixon. Chuck Dixon. Okay. Second, Devin Grayson. Okay. Third, Pete Tim Tomasi. Seeley. Fourth, Tim Seeley. Like, Fifth, Kyle Higgins. I like Tomasi's run, but I actually think I prefer Seeley. I thought they gave Nightwing an actual, like, arch nemesis, which I would consider Raptor to be. However, and I, I think some people will feel the same, I think that Raptor is the poor man's, um, oh god, what's his name? I'm blanking. Uh, the, the villain from the Chuck Dixon run, um, who actually just got teased in the new Suicide Squad art. I forget what his name is, though. He was in Robin Year One, but he's basically like a better version of Raptor. Um, so I, I think Raptor, I don't know, I, I don't love the Nightwing stuff that's like, the Court of Owls is every reason why Dick Grayson uh, chose to eat a sandwich today, and I'm like, okay. Oh, well, Raptor really doesn't care. Raptor doesn't no, 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 I know. I'm, I'm saying, I'm oh, saying, like, yeah. with the further, like, like that. That's my biggest drawback with all the modern Nightwing comics is that, like, everything needs to be tied to the Court of Owls. Which at first I was like, oh, that's interesting, but then they just kept going with it, and I'm like, I don't care anymore. Yeah, you know, it would yeah, be like every fair. decision in Dick's life was like, you know, 
the Court of Owls did this, and it's like, uh, who cares? Watch some anyway, first. Titans, like, it's be Titans season two is the best Dick Grayson content. <laughs> I mean, for live action, I guess. <laughs> no, but no, there is, that's not saying much. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah, what was the competition? Chris O'Donnell and Batman uh, Forever Pulling Was he Bat- even Dick Grayson or was he just like new dude? Or no, was he Dick, actually he's Dick, Dick Grayson? And he actually wears oh. a Nightwing suit, even though he's still called Robin. But he brings up the With name. The he's red- like, he, yeah, he's, he's like, uh, he's like, what kind of name am I going to be taking on? Nightwing? And then it's like, uh, uh, oh, he said my it. God. They did the whole, that is what so are we, some funny. kind of suicide squad? Yeah. <laughs> But like that's the end of you know Fantastic Four 2015 where he's like I said it's fantastic. But like where did he pull Nightwing from to be like what are you gonna call me Nightwing? And then Batman's just like yeah that's a really specific and good name. Where did you come up with that? I mean Nightwing's which like is like something that an edgy 13 year old would call a bat. Did, did you guys watch <laughs> the? Uh, <laughs> did you guys watch the Ismahawk uh, Nightwing series that was on YouTube like like six seven years ago? Don't think so. This guy named is- shaking my head. I'm probably saying his name wrong, but on YouTube, this guy named Ismahawk made like a Nightwing fan series, but it was actually like pretty well budgeted, and it was actually pretty good writing. Um, and I, I just thought the one thing that was really cheesy is um the way he gets his Nightwing logo is um Jason Todd is making batarangs and he and he messes one up and it becomes the Nightwing logo and he's like, oh, I guess I gotta throw this one out, and the Nightwing's like, oh, hold on to this one. He's like, hold up, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a so, good logo. Um, but it's actually a very good series. If you've never seen it, uh, just look up Ismahawk Nightwing on YouTube. Um, it's like five or six episodes. It's actually very well made. So, okay, yeah, we'll have to look into it. But but anyway, um, I will be reading this Nightwing title. I'm very excited about it. And Tom Taylor said, hint, Batgirl. So. Babs and Dick, yeah! Hint Batgirl, but they also did a little reveal of the Bat family going forward into March recently, made by Jorge Jimenez. And Barbara Gordon's on there, but as Oracle. But she's not suited up. She's sitting there with a laptop. So Yes. Interesting. Barbara Um, Gordon is better as Oracle. I will stand by that. I will die on that hill. Next bit I don't of think news. anyone's going to disagree with you, JD. There's some, there's some Burnside fan out there who's like... Hey, I, 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 look, I, I have great memories of reading all of Burnside when I was in my first year of university. But I still maintain that like the, the beginning of her new 52 run by Gail Simone is really good. And I'm glad yeah. she got it, Fair, even though it, you know, it came at the cost of a, a character who's representation meant a lot to people <laughs> like they were just like ah she can walk again it's a chip in her back and people were like but i like barbara gordon's oracle in a wheelchair why are you taking that away it was like a 30-year arc and then it's like she can walk again <laughs> <laughs> bada just, bing bada boom she walks we did bada a bing. <laughs> her spine and she good to go <laughs> Uh, she who, who did the surgery? KG Beast? Yeah. <laughs> I'll kill her. I, I'll make her walk again. I'll do it. <laughs> she did yeah. say recently, I, I don't even I don't even remember what issue it was, but she did say that like the chip in her back has like run its course almost. Oh, that's interesting. That in? JD's like it in celebrating. <laughs> no, yeah. Har- no, 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 so JD means- Harper Harper's talking about a real person here. <laughs> you're just like yeah. <laughs> yeah jd's like yes i hope she can't walk again i'm a horrible man <laughs> jd's got a look on his face like he just got canceled <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like hunter zolomon who fits the profile, I fit the <laughs> profile. <laughs> a flash blitz reference for my fellow nerds 
Yeah, that's. I, oh, wait, we were talking about Batgirl and you brought up the Flash. Who would have thought? Bingo card. <laughs> Bingo card. Next bit of news for the March or the March solicitations is Bendis is leaving oh, Superman officially. But, no longer are we going to be yeah. on Superman. Instead, it seems like, though not. Sorry, I just <laughs> we just get copyright strict. It seems like. That, I, I, that was short enough, I think. Yeah. <laughs> We, it's not necessarily confirmed, but it seems like he's going to be on Justice League. He posted a teaser yeah. of a group of people that look like it could be the Justice League, though with a very different team, like the League. New Avengers. Yeah, so the team, there's no way that that's a tease for anything Yeah, else. so the team is Batman, Superman, Aquaman, Hawkgirl, Green Arrow, Black Canary, Naomi, Hip, like Wonder Woman's mother, Hippolyta. Hippolyta. Yeah, yep. and black. Say that Adam. again. Hippolyta, run that, run that oh, one. That's good. Hippolyta. Yeah, run that one back, buddy. <laughs> and Black Adam, though that that's yeah. the team. Interesting. Also, it was said I in the like in it. the Flash Listen, I, I, thing. I, that... I can imagine if a hero story existed in whatever your uh, New Avengers started in 2003, I think. Um, if if it existed back then, we would have been like New Avengers. What the hell mm. is this lineup? So. I think that an odd lineup is not bad. And I think that Justice League comics are very easy to go stale, right? After Snyder's yes, run, we saw, we saw a few different creative teams who just had nothing burgers of Justice League. So yeah, and to change also, up the lineup, sorry, not a terrible idea. Something I noticed today, ever since Snyder left Justice League, why has no writer used Martian Manhunter? I, it's kind of odd to me how they just dished him off the team. Anyways, but yeah. A lot of people don't know how to write Martian Manhunter. I can like, tell. <laughs> It, it is odd, but yeah, New Avengers team consisted of Wolverine, Spider-Man, Luke Cage, Spider-Woman. Like that, that's very odd for an Avengers team. So a lot of people have said this already, but I, it is odd that that Green Arrow is going to be like a a permanent member. Also, and according to the Flash solicitations, yeah. he's going to be the leader of the team. Yeah. Oh, what? That's <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> okay. Which is strange because there's a lot of leaders on this team. There's three mm. royal. There's three people of royalty right here, right off the bat, mm. with Aquaman and Black Adam and Polita. Those are all yeah. royalty, and also Batman is usually the leader, if not Superman. Yet Green Arrow is going to be leading the team. Huh? I, I I hope it's him leading, but it's like totally different he's like no no no. you guys have run your justice league in a completely different way not caring about the little guy just worrying about whatever <laughs> we need to run this differently in order to actually protect people like so, that'd be cool like luke cage and new avengers oh there you go yeah. <laughs> well oh, bendis is writing this yeah yeah there's an yeah, issue yeah. with new avengers but, but issue one is going to be like uh the league the league meets and then naomi's gonna be like hi i'm naomi uh did, did i i'm naomi uh yeah. did you know that i'm uh, naomi I'm and then another it's gonna be like Earth. end of issue one, and then they're gonna tease something really cool, and then issue two is gonna be like, uh, did did I still mention that I'm Naomi? I don't yeah. know if I introduced myself that room, but I, we I, were in the multiverse for forty issues. <laughs> Gem World was a thing. <laughs> God, I I hope not. Naomi is Bendis's new character. She, for those who don't know, she was in Young Justice, which Bendis was also writing in every issue. She introduced herself at least twice. All of her lines consist of her trying to explain her powers and where she's from and why she's a new character. It was just like, okay, we got it. Why we she's a it. new character. Basically, she's like, I'm from another Earth and I'm here now. My parents say I'm a superhero, but I don't know. I'm kind of new to this stuff. My name's Naomi, by the way. And they're just like, sorry, what was your name? <laughs> Naomi. Naomi. 
It's a great impression. Why Hunter. is she on the league though? That that seems that's I don't know. One, it's cut. Uh, look, because she equals sales. Think about how well Naomi season one sold. Well enough to get a CW show, or whatever thing she got. Yeah. Um. It, it's listen. Naomi is a booming stock. I don't personally get it, but I also haven't read it. But everything she's on goes to gold. It sells so well. So because I totally understand ben putting her on the number it. one of Justice on League. And of all the new characters that you could put on, it, she seems like the character that makes the most sense. I you would have put her sideways. But, Go on. I, I oh, Jessica shit. Cruz. Okay, yeah. Just, I'm, look, I'm just saying, it, if it was between Naomi and, and Teen Lantern, I would rather Naomi. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. I, I I'm Teen Lantern. Did you know I hacked a battery? I, I'm yeah. Teen Lantern and I hacked a battery. <laughs> oh my god. I, I'm the same way there. I would. I feel like Naomi has way more potential than Teen Lantern. At least she's an original idea. She's not like just mm. a, a legacy character that had nothing to do with the character before. Very Teen Lantern-y or even Ironheart. But I, hacked, but I hacked a battery. Yeah. Oh, don't do that. Oh. I, I hated that. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, all right. Just well, in general. I'll, I guess the... I'll just go fuck myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do enjoy the team for the most part. Green Arrow and, and Black Canary on the team. I'm totally for that. I like that a lot. Even Black Adam on the team. I think I'm okay with. At first, I'm like... Okay, they're just doing this because The Rock is going to be playing an anti-hero, but I'm kind of okay with Black Adam in general being an anti-hero. I think that's cool because su- him and Superman like butting heads over things would be really cool. That would be cool. Aquaman on the team, thank God. I I think he's one of the few superheroes out there that I want to always be a Justice League member. No Flash, no Lantern. Yeah, there's no, no Flash. No, uh, it's kind of explaining the Flash no solicitations, though. Yeah. So, so what do you think, JD? Why no Speedster? You reading this? Uh, this I don't think I'm, I, I don't, right I don't, into. I don't plan to read this title anyway. I, I don't know. I just the Bendis titles that I've read. I, I really liked his Man of Steel, and I really liked his Superman up to eighteen. And I actually liked his action for a while. Um, was not a fan of Young Justice, and no. I heard Legion's not that great. So his team books just don't seem to be hitting in DC. Um, now, obviously, I hope it's going to be like New Avengers, but until I see results in progress um, i'll wait on that one okay fair enough i don't see myself at least reading the first arc what about you harper no don't give a shit oh <laughs> damn okay me Couldn't... giving like a full explanation yeah harper? no don't, don't care do not care look it's i might read like the first issue just to check it out and if something if i hear something cool i might pick it up but justice league books just don't do anything for like i didn't even make it through all of scott snyder's i just didn't care like it do just you... does nothing for me are you an Avengers fan, like comic fan? No, I'm I'm not really a team kind of guy. Like I've read a lot of Titans, I've read all of Justice League Dark, I've read some Avengers, I've read uh, everything kind of modern Justice League except for you know newer stuff and the the first Rebirth title, right? You know the one that no, no one really spoke about, right? Um, I just don't, yeah, just never really done anything for me, like. I don't know. I, I like the idea of kind of a trio sort of book. Like if you have, you know, Red Hood, I yeah. like that idea, uh, even though, you know, the series means nothing to me. But team books, yeah, just, I don't know. But you guys know that I'm the kind of guy who like reads a book for a specific character. So like with Scott Snyder's JL, I was like, oh, cool, Barry. And then Scott Snyder wrote Barry 
the worst anyone's written. Pull off that long hair? I think I could pull it off. (laughs) Dude, and I, 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 that was legitimately the moment that I stopped reading that series. I was like, (laughs) I don't have to do this anymore. I wasn't on a hero story then, so I'm like, I I don't have. I like when I like when um when, when Scott Snyder's Barry meets Jay Garrick. And even though in Joshua Williamson's run, like he's known Jay since like like he read Jay's comics as a kid. When he sees yeah. him, he's in in just like he's like, "Who are you?" He's like, "Who are you?" <laughs> he's like, Mark okay. Hamill. There, the Mark yeah. Hamill just came out. Mark there. Hamill. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, did you read the Fifth Dimension arc by Snyder? Is that the one where he fights um, white and gold Superman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, because I think that's like one of the, my favorite Justice League stories in general. I didn't okay. really like Snyder's run. I got nothing for you, man. I'm going to say this if you liked it. Man. I'm going to say this really sincerely, and I apologize to that one dude who's listening. I don't give a fuck about Justice League. I need more freaking team up okay. comic book fans in here. Hold on, hold oh on. Anytime hold you on. guys talk about it, I'm like, skip oh, 30 seconds. Skip. No, that's not true. Listen, listen, JLA 97 is one of my favorite books of all time. Possibly one of my one of my. Is that the Mark Wade run? Uh, yeah, well, Grant well, Morrison Mar- and Morrison. Yeah, I've read some of that. Yeah, I've read some. Our Babel was, was, you know, Wade's Wade's thing. Um, That's Kyle and Wally and all that. And yeah, it's it's a fantastic team, and it was a good uh, rebirth for Just League. A lot of people are a fan of JLI, uh, the International, with you know Booster Gold. And, oh yeah, yeah. You know, personally, never really did anything for me, but you know, it's, it's an interesting team. Um, and I really like New Fifty Two Justice League just because you know Jeff is yeah, that's a good, good writer. He's just a good writer. Um, sure. But yeah, apart from like- Dark Side War, that really lost it at the end. I think. Oh my god! I need. Mean- I've <laughs> just been kicked out of a hero story. I'm joking, it's a joke. Oh my god! I need more team of fans here. That, I, no, you can see the physical pain developing to, on his face. To then. me, I think DC would be best off if they just did like a Brave and the Bold book as opposed to a Justice League oh, book, yes. where you just get two random team ups, kind of like a Marvel, like uh, what is it called, two in one or something like that. Mm. Marvel team, I don't know. They they have like a, a book where two people team up. Um, DC should do that with Brave and Bold and just make it like two different characters every week. So like one week you have like Flash and Nightwing, and then another week you have like Green Lantern and Black Canary. Like you just keep mixing it up with like random shuffled characters and just see who bounces off each other well. And then the characters that do work well, you use them again. Like yeah. it would be so cool. I it think they had they had a Brave and the Bold book right before the New Fifty Two started. Um, I remember one issue had uh the flash teaming up with the doom patrol and it was like it was such a cool concept mm. because like in what other in what other you know dimension would flash team up with the doom patrol okay hold that up. happened in uh that oh, happened in up. justice Harbor, league Harbor, Harbor, hold up real quick okay i, I got i got a w- one team up fan i think hey tyler <laughs> <laughs> can you just uh can you talk about your thoughts on the new bendis justice league lineup real quick <laughs> so basically i was thinking the other day of when they released the image like for me at least the justice league as a roster and as a concept have gotten pretty stale like yeah yep. they give you the odyssey just league odyssey they give you just league dark but the main just league team is just always batman superman wonder woman the flash green lantern blah 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 and i always thought that like i always go back to the avengers but the avengers can be anyone so why can't the justice league just be anybody so I feel, throw people in the Justice League, who gives a fuck, just put anybody on there and see how they evolve as characters. Because, like, Deadpool doesn't belong in the Avengers, but that's part of the reason he's there, you know? 
Okay. So that's, yeah, that's you, you're going to be getting it though? Like you're looking forward to it? Probably, yeah. I mean, it's a Bendis team book. I mean, I didn't get Young Ju- I didn't like Young Justice all that much, but I trust him with this, I hope. Okay. <laughs> I hope. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we, we have a similar opinion. Harper and JD, they, they're not really excited for it. <laughs> okay, well, th- thanks for your input. <laughs> Okay, yeah. bye. Bye. <laughs> hey, sorry, I had to call him. I honestly was... hate that that works so well. <laughs> it does, yeah. We could go and call on people. So, I guess for those who listening, Tyler is not a part of Hero Story. We did ask him to join, but he was like, I'll just do the reoccurring <laughs> Oh, guest. no, 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 no. Not, yeah. not we. I let you handle all the rejection. <laughs> I did, yeah. I, I was heartbroken. He's just like, I'll just be like a, a, a guest, I guess. In his defense, he had a very good reason for why, and I even agree with him. He was just like, oh, man, that's a lot of stress, like a commitment where it's like every week you got to make sure you're on. And I was like, yeah, no, I feel the same way, but I'm just jumping into it. You know what I mean? I'm just doing it. That being said, like, if you don't want to come on a week, don't come on a week. Yeah, like, the cool thing about the podcast, sometimes I'm like, Hunter, like, my life is just crazy right now. Like, I just need a week. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Boys? Everyone gets busy occasionally. I think the good thing with, you know, if you're having me on permanently and you've got Tyler on reserve, is that if one person does go, there should be someone to to pick it up. Unless there's a week where everyone's busy and then it's like, oh, well, that that sucks. But, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Going with well, the yeah, and, and and the cool thing is we do have other people who've been on the show before. Like, uh, you know, Caleb has been on the show. Uh, like when Hunter went to Australia, he filled in, you know, full time. Um, so you know, we we do have a lot of friends of the podcast who are kind of willing to jump in, and uh, that, that's that's a cool thing. I, I like that having that ability. Mm-hmm, exactly. So going off of what Tyler was saying, though, it it is cool that you just throw these random characters together to make a team. In yeah. the end, they're superheroes. Why would they not be working with other superheroes? If Superman flies by to stop, like, this huge event, and you're there sitting there with powers, you may as well join them and introduce yourself to Well, that's to why... That's, like, the thing with Black Adam is I think that's cool because him interacting with the heroes is more interesting than seeing the same people that I've seen for ages interact. Like, I've already got runs that I can point to and I go, that's how such and such interacts with such and such. And, like... With team books, because you're not delving in quite as deep character-wise, there's only to a point where you're like, yeah, I get how they work. So it is interesting to show these people. That's why I hope with Green Arrow, he literally is, like, questioning them all the time. Instead of, like, you don't want Oliver to be this compliant member of the team who's like, yes, we are the Justice League and we're always right. You want him to be the guy who's questioning how they do things. Yeah, And that's a really cool dynamic go to the middle class too as well don't don't just go to this like oh meteors falling let's send superman to stop that while the rest of us can go maybe help people in general help people yeah exactly cage's role was in new avengers there's an issue where they go to like a really bad neighborhood and the whole avengers are there and they just get out and they stand there that's all they do is stand there and they just look around and they see all these terrible things happening and captain america just goes and be like don't do that and they're like oh okay we'll stop doing that (laughs) like Mm -hmm. they find they find a school and next to, like, right a block away from the school, there was, like, a meth lab. And Captain America's oh. just like, oh, my God, well, how have we not noticed this? This is my lab. Yeah. <laughs> in America. Tony's just like, oh, don't, don't, don't go in there. That's fine. I even... <laughs> Tony, we thought you didn't drink anymore. Yeah, I don't. I'm onto something else. <laughs> Why is your Tony voice the same as your Mark Ruffalo voice? All of my voices are Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> well, they go there, and, and Tony and Cap... 
And even, like, characters like Wolverine, they're just like, how have you not seen this before? And Luke Cage is like, because you guys are always focus on what's out in the stars and not focus on what's yeah, down exactly. on the ground here. So and and divide Arrow. too. It'd be cool for Green Arrow to be like, you don't need to send the whole league to this place. Like you've gotten so complacent with, we'll just go there and do. I did like in Scott Snyder's run that everyone was kind of jumping into different places. Like it wasn't always just the team running off to do a thing together as the team. I like the idea of the team spreading out and covering different bases. And it'd be cool if Oliver's like giving reasons for that. It's like, well. Flash, you don't need to be up there. You could be zipping around on Earth doing much more. So yeah, yeah we'll you, see. You don't need. Who to cares? Be... I'm not going to read it. <laughs> Maybe you will. Maybe you will. Maybe the hype. That's the ultimate will... 4D chess we'll move, more... Hunter. Is I don't have to have an opinion. <laughs> we'll get more solicitations. We'll get more cover reveals, and then you'll be like, I'm in. Maybe I can't hey, wait hey, to. Hey kid, I hate to break it to you, but he's not reading the title. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Australian Mark Ruffalo? <laughs> it's Australian Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Oi there, I'm Mark Ruffalo. And I'm anyway, I'm just I'm excited for Hunter to tell me about each issue facts, every week on the podcast. Facts. That's, me, that's me for all of Future State. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading almost. <laughs> Hunter, <every> explain. <laughs> Got my wallet, can handle this. My... I bet Hunter read Endless Winter this week. I did. Yeah, imagine. We'll hey, JD, J- JD, did you read it? Hell no. Yeah, no, Hell me neither. No. I'm, I'm not an idiot. Look at him. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to talk about it. Imagine, imagine having having money that you earned from working a job and being like, you know what? I'm going to spend it on Endless Winter. <laughs> hey, I also bought a Venom tray. Oh my god. How are you not broke? Donny Kate's Venom is actually really solid, too. Like, I'm really enjoying it. Anyway, it's going on. Uh, <laughs> Philip Kennedy will be the next writer on Superman and Action Comics following the Bendis thing. Why? I don't like the idea of a writer writing both. I think both, it's, yeah, I think that's it's weird. Too much power, and I think that also it can make some of the stories end up being very derivative because yeah. you know, you're coming up with the same stuff. I, I thought the formula for, you know, all of time basically worked. Uh, you know, like in Rebirth, they had Tomas and Gleason doing their thing on Superman, and then Dan Jurgens was doing action, and that worked because it's the same character. He was going through the same stuff, right, with all, like the second Superman and all that from the New Fifty Two, but mm-hmm it was two different stories, right? So in Superman, I was getting the family side of Clark and the earth side of Clark. And then in action, I was getting kind of more of the cosmic side and Mr. Oz and all that. So mm-hmm. I, I thought, you know, that that's the way to go with things. I, I, I don't think that the writer should be writing both titles. Yeah, no, it's weird. Yeah, yeah that was a good example, Judy. Cause I remember there was a time Thanks, where dude. on Superman, they were talking about uh, just training John to use his powers after he accidentally killed his cat. <laughs> vision. Oh, yeah. so they're trying to tell him like it's it's okay well you go into action and it's superman superman of china uh all all these characters teaming up to fight all these superman villains in the fortress of solitude and it's just big action but with clayman on art so it was really enjoyable but both books were so good but for completely different reasons and, and, yeah, that's cool. and, and i think you know in my opinion the detective title the action title I, i've always felt that those should kind of be like the showcase of like all your characters because you know the bat family's huge the superman family's pretty big it's like the superman title the batman title that should be about the characters but the action detective why not use that to kind of play around with the rest of the bat characters or the rest well of the that's what was so good about like detective in rebirth is it yeah, was James a lot Tinney, of focus and did want to play around with yeah like, Iron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's a good point. Yeah, no, but that was really good. I, like, I, there were some stories where Batman was barely in it. <laughs> yeah. I like I that. Like I like the, the fact that it was, you know. The main character of that run was basically Batwoman. 
which was fine. Like Batwoman, yeah, yeah. You had like a lot of and and everyone's right? favorite character to not be Batman with Crocs. Um, I, I, uh, I think that for, for the new Superman, I'm not sure which one he's drawing, but Phil Hester is going to be doing the art. Um, you guys are familiar with Phil Hester, right? He did uh, the Green Lantern, Green Lantern 2001, uh, the Kevin Smith stuff. Um, oh, God. He, yeah, he kind of had like a uh, Green Arrow Quiver. That's his story. Okay, yeah. You may, you may oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he has kind of like a cartoony style. And I think it works for books like Green Arrow. And I, I don't think it works for Superman. Um, they, they posted some of his Superman art and... I just don't think style fits like a main Superman book. I don't know. Mm. It's 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 definitely very stylized. Oh yeah, and it, it's yeah, kind of cartoony. Right. So it I don't know. It, it, I thought that was a weird fit for Superman, but I don't know that I'm going to be reading this. I need more information. Yeah, I'll wait for the the like main solicitation. I would say 100. percent I'm not reading both. So yeah, I think I'll pick one over the other for sure. It's difficult to write both. I feel like too, because what if you have like a great idea and you put it yeah. on action? But then you have another idea you have to put it on Superman. You can't do both. Like, the good thing about being a writer for an ongoing is when you have an idea, you can build up to that. But I feel like here you have to be writing two stories at separate times. Like, okay what if, if you've you're... only got one book's worth of content and then you're just like, God, I've got to stretch out, you know, all yeah. of my creativity across two books. With the same then... characters, too. Yeah. So yeah it's <laughs> okay. different if, like, you're writing Flash and Superman so because then there's two different stories there. But, you know, have to wait and see. Uh, Flash. Jeremy Adams is gonna be writing Flash. History of the Flash. What is your thoughts? Uh, so for some reason I had in my head that I thought they were gonna be bringing Kevin Shinnick back. I, I thought that you know he had his one arc, and then they were gonna be like, all right, we're we're gonna take you back after our little uh, you know uh, future, future state experiment. But that did not seem to be the case. Um, I'm not familiar with Jer- Jeremy Adams. You said it is. Yeah. Is right. I'm not familiar with Jeremy Adams at all, but he's going to be writing um, DC Future State for Black Adam and Black Racer. So um, I don't know. I'm interested. Um, the the artist is going to be Brandon Peterson, who the main thing that I can remember him doing art on was uh, he was doing the Titans covers after No Justice um, when they had the weird Titans oh. theme with like Miss Martian. He was doing the covers. Yeah, for yeah. That. So I actually don't know if I've seen his interiors before. Um, I saw some people were upset about that, but uh, I liked those covers, so I think that's fine. Um, the 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 way they described the book is kind of interesting because they've kind of left it a mystery of who will be carrying on the Flash mantle. Is it going to be Wally? A mystery of the Barry? Flash. <laughs> now the mystery, of the, dude. Dude, that was actually a much better joke than your uh, one earlier today about a foot of snow. Um, <laughs> oh, this was actually oh, was a quality joke. You have achieved comedy. Um, <laughs> no, but I I think that you know it is interesting because the pessimist in me says oh well obviously it's gonna be barry allen like you know with dc comics in the modern age what do i expect but this they talk a lot about wally in the solicitations yeah. and, and the article talked a lot about wally west so i don't know this seems interesting well and the cover probably- they put up is isn't is, is it wally on the cover because he has the the white eye lenses but it looks like he has the straight belt. So I was thinking it's Barry. Oh, was it? Oh, but it could okay. be Barry, but it could be Barry behind him because the the cover is like a, a flash falling the, and then there's yeah. there's a, another flash behind him, Jay and then Bart. So I don't know who it is. Um but yeah, I don't know. It it sounds interesting. They're talking about how Flash 768 is going to be like a jumping on point. So Yeah. You know, they're obviously And it's like the redemption of of Wally. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. that. Yeah. Which is good. I, I, I'm he's... just waiting for. 
you know, I've been waiting for a writer who really appreciates Wally West. I think Williamson had that. Unfortunately, he just didn't get to use Wally that much. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, I'm looking for someone who loves Wally West and then can also use him. So uh, I'm, I'm excited. I, I think that, you know, it, it could be interesting. And they talked about like him talking to Ollie um, post Roy's death, which I feel like, you know. Oh, yes. It could yeah. be interesting. You know, that's kind of probably what flash forward should have been. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you know. I'm interested. Uh, the idea of it, will it be Barry? Will it be Wally? You know, like I said, the pessimist in me is like, oh, it's not a competition. Like, I know how DC is going to decide. But the optimist in me is like, well, maybe Wally can get a title. We might you talking about week. the other week where you were like, oh, you know, as a Flash fan, we live off of crumbs. The yeah. fact that this book is talking about Wally and Barry and who's Oh, it's Thanksgiving placing... feast, baby. Yeah, right. I'm like, <laughs> dude, the fact that they're like, this is the redemption of Wally West. I'm like, I don't give a shit even if it is. The fact that he's in the book is... A... There's a cover which, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, but let's pretend at least there is a cover that has Barry, Jay, Wally and Bart on it together. And they're all going to be in a series together again. That's a dream. That's a dream come true, man. And we're paying DC to fix their mistakes because they should have been doing that all along. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. Should have happened in 2009. We might yeah. find out if Wally yeah. is the main character when the actual solicitations come out probably within the next few hours of this recording. I think he definitely is. I think it's. I think they're going to try and shift it towards maybe having like co-leads or at least him. You know how you had... Um, God, what was his name? Citizen or Commander Cold? Who was the Cold that was in Williamson's run? Commander Cold. Commander Cold. I think he might function in a Commander Cold sort of role where it's like, you know, Barry's the 14 pages of the book and then the other like the six and pages are dead. Yeah, exactly. And Wally will be the B story. If that's the case, I would be I totally fine with that. Listen, I've, he- I've been feeding off crumbs since 2011 <laughs> when he disappeared. And then I got yep. a Thanksgiving feast in 2016 when he returned. But I was given mm-hmm. back my crumbs when <laughs> Heroes in Crisis happened. So, you know, I've been kind of shifting in my diet here. I don't know if this oh, no, analogy is making any sense. You were giving back your crumbs before that when he died <laughs> in Titans and then had to get the pacemaker. Shut up, punter. Um, <laughs> listen, I just, <laughs> I really need good Wally West content because he's a great character. He's my favorite character. He, mm-hmm. There's so much to write on him and to me there's an interesting story to be told of him rebuilding his life you know the idea of the man out of time i mean god i wish mark wade could write it because i think he writes the man out of time (laughs) so well but the the man out of time trying to rebuild a life is such an interesting story because i did love that in the description it said like wally has you know decided to put the speeds to life down and and go be with his family and it's like in in flash barry gonna be okay in in flash 247 uh, which is the last issue of issue. Wally's run. You know, the last page is like, uh, you know, if I lost my powers tomorrow, all I could say is I had a good run. Good so, run. you know, as long as I have my family, I'll always be happy. Like, I always thought that kind of concept was interesting for Wally West, that being a speedster is not his entire <clears throat> life, you know, and that is a great concept. So I think if you could mix that into the man out of time, like there's just a whole title worth of stories to be told. Wally to me I, is I a pray that who, I get to write it one day because I, I really <laughs> just want to Wally West. Wally to me is a character who has that art. Like I think Barry, they've they've written him at this point where he's gonna carry through forever because he's just gonna be whatever each writer wants him to be. But Wally is this rare case where his development over his run has led it to a point where he probably should retire and live with his family, and that's the end of his character. Like to me, Wally West is kind of a temporary character where he starts off kid flash and then becomes flash and he's like 
kind of a prick when he's Flash at the start, and then he, he kind well, of he also left working. being Kid Flash. Remember, he retired yeah. before Crisis. That's true. And he and you know, then he meets Linda, and then he has his kids, and then it's like, where do you kind of go from there? If you've yeah. got Bart and you've got Barry. Wally seems like the one who's going to have the most natural finale where you can just write him. to, And I'm almost like at the point where I'm like, maybe that is what you should do. Like if you want your cardboard cutout flash, maybe use Barry and then keep Wally having this, you know, legacy of we can follow him from dot point to dot point. And that's like the entire history of the flash. Ooh, that was a good way of saying it. Like the dot point, dot point. JD seemed thrilled by it. Sorry, I, I just, just like I, I just got a notification. Um, I, I I hate to break the news on a hero story, but uh, a new DC character has gotten an ongoing for March oh. that has been announced. Oh, oh. Uh, now it's it's something that we have not gotten content for this character in so many years. He oh is an God. underappreciated oh, character, don't tell us, don't an tell underused us. character. Hold on, he has don't not tell been us yet. used. Probably, you know, he hasn't been used correctly in so long. Don't tell us yet. Hold on, let let's, let us guess. Because Harper and I don't know. Oh, oh God on. damn it. I wanted him to say it. Hold on, let us guess. I'm going to say, all the listeners right now who already know, we're like, come on. <laughs> Kyle Rayner? Kyle Rayner? Hunter, what's your guess? No, that, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, if not Kyle Rayner, he's an older character. Kyle Rayner? <laughs> 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 original um sorry this just got so much more mean because now you guys actually got excited i was just joking it's the joker got an ongoing title oh i was trying to make a joke that like he hasn't been used and all that joker, oh no this, you made you made it much worse than it had to be the joker will be getting an ongoing title <laughs> written by james tinian tinion tinion tiniani um yes the joker will be getting an ongoing where um Basically, oh. it's, it's the Joker and Jim Gordon, and Gordon's gonna be on a hunt for the Joker. So I hate you, you. guys. Made the, you guys made this way worse than it had to be because I you was got so to, excited. You were like this character. You were. So- I was trying to mess with you. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, I get it. Look, this one here. Hunter He's is up. in physical pain. <laughs> this one's meowing at me. For those who who are watching, I have my cat here who's meowing at me because he's so upset over this news. Loki. Scratch. Oh my god! Yeah, Loki. <laughs> oh my god! Really? Why? Really? Yeah, the I, dude. You getting... just put a. You just. Put I was a actually fucking hyped. dead stop on this. Ep- I was so. I was like, oh my god, it's gonna be the, the return of someone like so cool. Kyle Rayner was like such a good guest wow. too. I was like, oh my god, that's a good one, Kyle Rayner. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you guys made this much more painful than it had to be. I really didn't want to make it that painful. That's not that, even that brand new news. I, I remember reading that like a few days ago. That's not even, like a yeah, it's it's thing. two days it's two days ago, but I just got a notification about it, and I was like, oh, oh my god, all right, uh, yeah, you made that painful, more painful than it had to be. Back um, to talking about Flash, or I guess geez. that's kind of the end of it. I was just gonna say during the Flash conversation, it's crazy how Wally West goes to prison for manslaughter, and we're like. No, but then another favorite character of all three of us, Daredevil, goes to prison for manslaughter. Yeah. We're all like, yeah, baby, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, here's, here's the you difference, know, right? Here's the difference. There. What is it? Flash issue 40 where Wally's like dedicating it to the the whole idea of nobody dies. Yeah. And, uh, then, and yeah, then Matt yeah, Murdock's the kind of guy who's like, man, this helicopter is like shooting on innocent civilians. I could just shoot it with a rocket launcher. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I could end this. <laughs> yeah, I could just yeah. 
Well, he doesn't have speedster <laughs> powers, but yeah. That's kind of the news of the um, week. The last thing that I had right now. Well, well down. There's, also, there's also, wait, wait, there's also going to be a little Superman title. Um, kind of like Batman Black and White. It's going to be called Super, uh, Man of Steel, Superman, Red and Blue. Um, it's just kind of like another Superman anthology type series. Okay. So, yeah. uh, going on with Superman, Connor Kent's confirmed to be staying on the Suicide Squad post-future state. Okay. I don't like the idea of it, but maybe either. it'll be okay. I don't know. They haven't really known what to do with Khan since like 2003, unfortunately. They so. did. They put him on back on Young Justice, which even though it was yeah, but terribly, that is, that is a good place to put him at least. But yeah, uh, comics of the week. We'll binge through this. Remember, don't you guys remember that rumor of like they were going to put Wally West on the on the Suicide Squad? I wonder whatever happened with that. Oh, yeah. Like, that I, I think what happened with it is that they like wanted to shift it into Flash Forward because Heroes in Crisis was like, so shittily received that they're like, all right, let's maybe change this up. Yeah, I, it, it I think I think that you know they did have an idea of it, but then the rumors were coming out way too fast. Like they were like, yeah, he might be in a relationship with Harley Quinn, and just everyone was like, no. What? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. That was terrible. The idea um, of that being a thing is insanity to me. <laughs> do, do we want to talk about what future state titles we've subscribed to? Because I made my subscriptions today. <sighs> Yeah, I actually do want to hear your subscriptions. And Harper, I know you haven't officially like planned anything yet, but I guess like we'll... I said, I'll find them on Comicsology the week they come out. I'll just be like, okay, that one. All right, yeah. Which ones are we reading, Jay? <laughs> I subscribed to Just Flash, Future State. I didn't subscribe to any other ones. Oh, that's it. <laughs> oh, jeez, I thought I I knew you weren't reading much. I thought there'd be like maybe three or four. I I, I my my comic. Uh, store owner was like hey um future state starting if you just want to update your subscriptions for us i was like oh okay no problem so i went on the site mine's done all on the site which is pretty cool very good site um so i i go on there and i'm looking through every title and i'm like no i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> damn now i i will not throw away that maybe i'll be at a comic at the comic shop and they have like you know extras of the issues and i'll be like oh okay that looks maybe all right pick it up yeah. you know but floor. as for just subscription based just the flash okay harper wow. you want to go next or I uh, already kind yeah of went. that i'll get i'll definitely get the flash Look, even though it's like oh wally west going crazy again story it does it's, kind it's of it's gonna be terrible but i have to read it's it. literally no, wally west might be like, evil again you guys are like yeah, take my money <laughs> well here's the thing i feel like it's i even though you know the the knee-jerk reaction to it is like really they're doing that again but it could be really cool you know what i mean like i i have some hope for it um you know it's not it's not wally proper this time it's a dude that's possessed which is like oh well yeah. <laughs> like i'll take it if it's cool it's cool yeah maybe maybe justice league just because the justice league dark are gonna be in it okay, and that's fair. like what else is, i don't even know what else okay is. I'll, I'll, is. I'll go through my list real quick i got you a hero story <laughs> listeners the oh, next batman go. the flash oh superman yeah. of metropolis Wait, this One, is a list of everything you're reading, or is this yes, a list of titles? Yes, this is a list of everything I'm reading. Okay, I already on. subscribed to these. Wonder Woman, Dark Detective, Green Lantern, Justice League, Dark Detective, Robin yeah. Eternal, Superman Shit. and Wonder Woman, Teen Titans, oh Immortal Wonder Woman, Nightwing, Aquaman, Shazam, and yeah, that's it. 14 titles yeah. compared to my one. I Wait, am are you getting all of those? Six. No, Wait, I'm. You didn't I'm mention Red out. Hood by Williamson. Is That's going to be in one of the bat titles here. Oh, it's okay. just a mini story. I am not reading nine of them. 
Oh, so, okay. so the ones That's I'm cool. not reading that I'm 100%, I might pick up at the shop, but I doubt it. The ones that I'm not reading have no interest in. Harley Quinn, Swamp Thing, yeah. uh, Superwoman, uh, Legion of the Superheroes, Suicide Squad, Imperious, Lex, uh, Batman, mm-hmm. Superman, uh, Superman, World of War, Catwoman. Yeah. So those ones I don't really have an interest in. But the rest, I kind of interested. Some of them are really, I'm really nervous about, like Teen Titans. But I'm still going to read oh, it. Yeah. I think the art looks good. And I feel like I'll still find enjoyment to it. At least seeing where the Titans will be moving forward. But yeah. Those are my future state titles. I will be reviewing all of that on a Hero Story. And you guys will have to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> As an avid listener of the podcast for well over a year. Yippee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll be paying for it too. So... Yay. I enjoy comic books, so I'm I'm kind of looking forward hey, to this Hey, I too. enjoy comic I'm books. I'm pretty sure Tyler is also reading a lot of Future State titles, so he'll have to come on a lot. Like I said earlier, he's going to be like a rotating guest on every so often. So, yep. Tyler, I know you're listening. Please come on during the Future State episodes because I need you. I need you here. I don't think reviews. he's listening. I, think, I uh, think he got I as far Caleb as... Caleb is going to be reading a lot of them. Oh, com- oh. Comic Savior will have to have him back on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think at least I haven't seen him talk about him too much, but I think he he uh, really he him, replaced so. me when I was um, in when I was in your home your home island, eh? I visited Damn! How did I Papa. become a permanent member before Caleb did? What happened there? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to have Caleb back. Caleb's on. in in college, which is very busy. Uh, fair enough. Uh, what do you guys pick of the week and cover of the week? So oh my, my comic shop, see, New York got a foot of snow. Here we go. And to, you know, you Canadians, a foot of snow is like nothing. nothing. <laughs> um, you know, that's like a regular Wednesday. That's like a regular Wednesday for Hunter. If, In New York, it's, it's not even a regular Wednesday. We get way uh, more than that daily. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Schools, was... schools were closed. <laughs> schools, businesses, they were all closed. My gym was closed this morning. Um, you know, it's, you know, a foot of snow is just nothing to mess around with in New York. We don't like snow, but we don't talk to snow here. <laughs> hey, we don't talk about it. Eh? The snow, it's, uh, it turns yellow when the dog get it out of here. Anyway, uh, you know, uh, basically, uh, I had the option to go to my comic shop on Wednesday because I got out. Of, I wasn't working and they opened at three o'clock and it wasn't supposed to start snowing until six. So I was like, all right, I'll go at three o'clock. And then. It was all of a sudden six o'clock, and I'm like, "Hey, it's starting to snow!" And I'm like, "Oh no, I never went to the comic shop." And I'm like, "Damn it!" So I'm like, "All right, hopefully oh, no. it's not going to snow that much." And it's good but then it snowed a lot overnight, giving us one foot of snow, which, again, to you Canadians, is nothing, but to us, us New Yorkers, not a big fan. So I didn't get to go to my comic shop yesterday or today, meaning I had to read the comics online. I know, I know, disgusting online. Yuck. I mean, but we have Harper here who does that. Oh, yeah, like, come on. Online superiority. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just buy. You know what's great? I said this to Hunter. I was like, you know, when Daredevil 26 comes out, I'm going to buy it on Comixology the minute it drops, and Hunter won't read it for like three days. Two days. Okay, and then and then he compl- oh two day who gives a shit and then you complain that I spoiled it for you, crybaby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> General twenty five. Well, look, hey, so, look. So anyway, the, hey, look, the, the, the Iron Man issue. The in my moral hands. of my story 
The, the, ooh, ooh. Nice. A Harper wishes. It's a good cover. Um, yeah, listen, listen for 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 me, I, I really like the Rorschach cover because you know I didn't know, so, but I really did like the Rorschach cover. I thought it looked very cool. Like the cover's been the strongest part of the series. Um, as for pick of the week, I don't know. I didn't really enjoy the comics that much this week. Gonna be honest. Oh, none. Okay. Ooh. My uh, my granted, co- I don't read Iron Man, which I'm sure was very good. Well, yeah, my pick of the week. That's is, not my pick. Is Rorschach for me? My pick of the week is Rorschach. Oh, but my yeah. cover of the week. It's a comic I keep saying I'll drop every week, but Captain America number twenty six. Look why at that cover! Oh my god! Look why at you that continue cover! Because I see this. Because I see this. Why do you make bad finance? If, if you canceled <laughs> comics like when they should have like passed due, you could have had three CGC comics by Jeff Johns. You're the only po- person buying that run anymore. <laughs> I am. Tanahisi Coates doesn't even. Doesn't Tanahisi Coates' mom doesn't even read the run? Okay, anymore, well, you know the, <laughs> the issue wasn't good. I didn't enjoy it at all. Actually, I kind of skimmed through it. <laughs> but the cover. <laughs> Yeah, it's Alex Ross. But you know what I can do? I can go on Google right now and look up Alex Ross, Captain America, yeah, exactly. and enjoy the same thing that it's you're enjoying. It's Captain America fighting Red Hulk. That's cool. Oh, you are you are like what Marvel Comics preys on. They're like, wait a second, if we put an Alex Ross cover on a crappy book, someone will buy it. Yeah. Hey Mar- Hunter, Marvel it's Com- me, Stan Lee. Thanks for buying my book, buddy. Excelsior. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> Is this you, Harper? <laughs> oh, it's it's that photo of when I met you. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good impression. No, no, Stan. Marvel Comics right now. They're they're on this. They're looking at the sales for Captain America. It's like, man, currently Coates is not selling well in Captain America. But look, there's that one guy in Alberta, Canada. He's buying every single issue the day it releases. We gotta keep making it for that guy. We gotta keep printing it, man. Man, if Alex Ross wasn't on this book, we wouldn't buy it. Imagine this CGC. Okay, there, nothing happens in this issue, but imagine CGC. It's like you can copy it from the internet and just print it out, man. Oh my god. Anyway, my pick and cover. I'm gonna say. Oh, there it goes. It just fell off. My my cover. I think is Iron Man, but my pick. I think is Batman. Oh yeah, you were telling me about that. Like I yeah, we'll get into it, but goddamn. You wanna start with that? Sure, we'll start with Batman. JD, did you read Batman? I did. Oh, okay. So <laughs> we're gonna have some differing opinions here. Cause I dead set I mean, read not, this. It's not, that I, it's, it's not that I hated every comic this week. I, I mean there were some <laughs> that were fine. That's what it's just like. I don't know. To yeah. me, nothing, and maybe it's because I had read online and I was just mad. But oh my God. I don't go to the cinema. I don't read online. I've been I've been in a weird state with comics lately where, you know, like during COVID, right before COVID, state. I was starting to get fatigued. I was starting to get fatigued with comics. But then COVID mm. hit and comics weren't coming out. And I was like, wow, I really miss comics. And then I got reunited and it was yeah, great. You're like, reunited. You're like, time to read all of Impulse again. So good. Yes, I read all of Impulse. Oh, um, damn. Anyway. So then I, I was like, wow, my comic fatigue is gone. Recently, I've been hit with a wave of comic fatigue. And maybe it's just like something with me personally. I don't know. Because I haven't even been motivated to post on History of the Flash either. No, I, I, have that from, at the, I have that at the moment as well. I, I, I went from like, you know, 
a post every day, two posts a day, even to like I posted twice this month, and it's already the seventeenth. So oh damn, I didn't realize yeah. it was that bad. Well, yeah. Can I be your therapist for a second and help you out? Here? Please, please do. Your comic therapist. I've been through this state before. Kind of when COVID happened and comics were like slowing down and then they were canceled for a bit. I was like, all right. I was the same position as you. It was like a little bit of a break and then we'll jump back into it. But we still recorded a hero story during COVID too. We did. We still just talked about old comics and stuff like that. And it was a good time. Comics came back and it was all hype and everything. I got back into it before comics got back. And the reason was from reading older runs. I went on, I did a well, Q&A. That, that's what yeah. I got to do. A hundred percent. I got to do that. A hundred percent because... I have so many trades and like I just bought um, a bunch of new trades because I'm like I need the motivation to like go read something even if it's a reread you know to, to me rereading a good book is like a warm hug right like it's just something that makes you just feel good yeah inside. I can imagine you don't get enough of those. It's, <laughs> he's not Damn. wrong, ladies and ladies and gentlemen of the podcast industry. He is not wrong. Somebody um, could give him right a history now, like, of the oh hug. My God. Um, no, you know, I, I just think that, you know, the, and it's like same thing with like watching like a movie that you love, right? You know exactly what's going to happen, but for some reason, like, it's just, it's comforting, right? Yeah. And well, here's I, the I think thing. I, need, I, like, I think I need that. Going back to Therapy Hunter here, I'll talk in a more soothing voice. Oh, what yeah. I did is I didn't go and be like, you know what? I really like Batman. I'm going to read old Batman comics. I went on my Instagram, I did a Q&A, but I didn't say, ask me anything. I said, tell me your favorite comic books. And I got into characters that I never planned on getting into. Thor. Venom. Uh, Thor. Thor. <laughs> ben- no, there's another character. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Jane Foster Thor. Hawkeye, the other yeah. Venom. Hawkeye. Uh, that's another one. And even just Avengers in general. I got into those. People were just like, read Fractions Hawkeye. Read Donnie Kate's Venom. Read Jason Aaron's Thor. Read Bendis' New Avengers. I'm like, okay. So That's so good out. that you're reading all of those and not reading, you know, like literally any of the Iron Man recommendations I've given you. That's really cool. That's so dope. Yeah, great. You're, you're reading the current series. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get um, into that four-issue series. Well, I've also o- oi to- there. Oi there. Read Armor Wars or die. Read Armor Wars, mate. <laughs> I've had people recommend me Iron Man, and I want to get into him, but I also want to get into X-Men too. I've had a lot of X-Men recommendations, and... Roll your eyes, okay? X Men, oh X Men. Oh. oh, Drew is shaking right now. <laughs> oh, Listen. go away, Drew. Oh, no Fantastic cares. Four. That was another one I got into during quarantine. So just in general, I didn't read. I love Batman, Ooh, and I was like, I'm gonna, family. Re- I'm gonna read some old Batman comics. But instead, I decided to get into characters that I wasn't really into before. And Fraction Hawkeye is probably in my top three favorite comics I've yeah. ever read. New Avengers is probably my favorite team comic I've ever read. So get into these books that people love, and it changes your opinion on everything. JD, you gotta read Fraction Sokka, and you gotta read. I do. I've never read it before, so I got. Yeah, it is like perfect. I think I burned myself out because I read like five Iron Man like trades, and they were like you know twenty issue trades, and then just after a while, I was like, I need a break. I need to watch something instead of reading. Like I I remember reading. I was reading the the Iron Monger trade, and I got to the last issue, and my eyes were like fidgeting back and forth trying to focus i was like holy shit man i've read too much it's been four days and i haven't slept i'm just like i can't sleep now i like how you said taking a break you're like i gotta watch something as you go i gotta put on bond i rescue i can't handle this anymore i think it's just the focus of reading i was just like i need to stop reading like you know you 
how much do we spend on our phones every day reading text digitally? You know what I mean? And I'm like, I need to like not read something. Well, you focusing got, uh, on letters. Yeah, because you read the traits physically, right? No, no, I read mo- I think four out of five digitally. Oh, wow. even though I have them physically. <laughs> okay. Why do you? Do you prefer, like, if you had the option of physical... Building up libraries, either way. (laughs) If you had the option of owning physical or digital, what would you pick? Oh! (laughs) And Mark Ruffalo came out there. Oh, my God. Uh, hey guys, it's me, Stanley. <laughs> I like, don't. You, that's you a really it. tough question because if I like, if I wanted to just buy something right now to read it right now, I would go on Comicsology yeah, and get it yeah. for like twenty bucks versus but seventy what if, or something. What if your local comic store was like a five minute walk? Oh God, yeah. That well, it depends on their collection because I have a local comic book store here that doesn't have a single Iron Man or Daredevil trade whatsoever. Okay, I'm talking like comics of the week here. Oh, and they get them. Yeah, probably. If it was a five-minute walk, definitely, I would buy every single issue every week yeah, physically. That's, that's I, but here's the thing: I much prefer single issues reading-wise over trades. Like, I love reading single issues because I feel like I can be malleable and not have to worry about bending anything. But sometimes, if I'm reading a thick trade, I'm like really delicate with it because I'm like, oh god, I'm so afraid to open my invincible trade. <laughs> yeah exactly right yeah like how do you even read that like how do you read the parts that are in the corner of the spine you're like uh yeah i'm afraid there's gonna be a splash page and we're like well i don't know what's happening there yeah you just (laughs) miss like 10 percent of it from either side that's like in the middle (laughs) so yeah it's it's not that i like hate physical i like physical like i read all of grant morrison's flash in that one trade just because i i like that Mm -hmm. but when it comes to reading physical i think single issues are so good just because they're like you just flip through and not worry. It's, you know, two staples either side and it's 20 pages. Yeah. 22 usually. Anyway. But yeah. Yes. Uh, Batman. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Batman's good. Yeah. Uh, one, I have yeah one that's about all my analysis. I have one problem with it, but let's hear oh, you praise it go. first. Oh, I just thought, oh, his thing, I didn't even realize it was the end of the arc. Like I read last issue and I was like, oh, this is good. I'm enjoying this. And then this was like the finale of this story. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, Batman breaks out of the restraints and he throws the batarang at Clown Hunter to stop him from killing Harley Quinn. And I was like, that's pretty expected, like, of a superhero thing to be like, use all my brute strength to get out of this situation. And then they flip it on its head and they have Harley Quinn just talk to this guy and be like, look, it's like, what, four pages of Harley Quinn just being like, I was weak and the Joker used that to manipulate me and I wanted to feel strong. And like, she's basically talking about how she's an abuse victim and that's not brought up. I don't think enough. Like if you ask the general public about Harley Quinn, they're just like, Oh my God, Harley Quinn and the Joker. They're so cute. And it's like, shut up. What are you talking about (laughs) in this? They're really giving Harley some content and being like, she is a damaged person. And she has a line where she's like, all I'm trying to do now is to save as many people as I hurt back in the day. And I was like, damn, that's yeah. real. And then, you know, you get to the the final confrontation between Bruce and Ghostmaker. And it's a very similar, you know, circumstance where it feels like things are changing. And my problem with, you know, Joker War was that it felt like nothing changed. And now this is Bruce being like, I'm getting older and this city is getting younger and I need people to rely on to help me with this. And that's, you know, why he extends the invitation to Ghostmaker to join the Bat family, basically. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. that is so cool to basically 
instead of just, oh, we're going to fight for a bit and then one of us is going to win. I'm going to lock you away. I'll see you next time, Ghost Maker. It's like they're working together now on a Gotham because Bruce is acknowledging that it is growing beyond him. I'm like, that is, to me, that is such great writing progressively, like for the character where it's not just, and we're fighting another villain again and nothing's really changing. It's Bruce admitting that he needs help. And he even says, he's like, you know, ever since Alfred left, I've needed someone to be, you know, a harsh critic on me and tell me the things I'm doing wrong. And I was like, you know, it felt like that was the first time that I was like, oh, Alfred's death actually means something to Bruce's character. Like it's part of his, part of his growth, part of his development as a character. And I feel like we're going to get there to accept that future state is interrupting it for like, what, three months? Two months, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I'm like, I wouldn't have called that the story was going to end with Ghost Mate. I'm sure some people are going to say, I saw that coming from the beginning. Good for you. But I I didn't. I was just (laughs) like, that is so cool of a direction to take that. And I don't know. It it kind of reminded me of, it's like a better, not that I disliked this, but it was like a better version of Hunter Zolomon turning good in Williamson's run, where it's a character that you don't expect to do it and then has that turn and it kind of means something because you're like, damn, I wasn't expecting that. Except this is a brand new character. And I'm like... The fact that I was invested at all in these two dudes that are so similar but also so different finally coming together and Bruce being like, I don't care what you do differently as long as you don't kill in my city. I was like, that's such a, I don't know, so unique. But yeah. That, that is cool. My that's, one, that's my rant on Batman. I'll say my one problem with it, which I feel like you won't really hate. It was like Here we go. Ghostmaker's like Clown Hunter is going to die. And you also is gonna die, Harley Quinn, and I'm gonna kill you too. And he like stabs oh. Bruce in the stomach, and then like two pages later, he's like, "Race you to the next crime." <laughs> oh. <You> run off <laughs> together. Well, well, well like... and, and and that was my problem with it too. It's like, I just didn't feel like we got that reason why he would agree to like be with Bruce. Yeah, know, it, just, it felt it felt a little like forced. Like like Tinian knew Tinion knew it was he had his ending in mind and yeah yeah like he had the ending in mind and it's kind of just like oh i only had a few pages to get to it well those things are good yeah 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 that's a good point it it just felt a little rushed at the end there like it it, it gives me the feelings of like a silver age comic where it's kind of just like we need the character to get to be the good guy at the end so here he is like as the good guy and it's just like Mm. wait reason to do it i don't know yeah too far into it but i wasn't i wasn't even thinking i was too caught up in how cool i thought that the alliance was that yeah it is a bit it is quick i guess i just saw it as him you know because he says to bruce he's like oh what you think her saying that's gonna change anything like i can just hunt that kid down and you know stop him without a single thought and batman's like i know you can and that's not the point is i don't want to fight i don't want you to chase him down i just want you to understand and i was like i don't know Maybe I don't read enough Batman, and that's why I found this cool, because I'm like, oh, this is different. But no, I was just it, like, it is oh. different, though. It is different. Yeah, so it just, I it it just cool too. felt impactful. I was like, oh, damn. It actually made me want to read Batman. And I just, this arc to me was so much better than Joker War. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like a mile. It's actually interesting. And it's good that Tinyan has brought in so many of these new characters in. And it feels like Ghostmaker is the one that he's actually going to move forward with, besides Punchline. I feel like Punchline will return. But Ghostmaker feels like a character that is actually going to be used for the future. But like Harley, the writing for Harley in this is just so good. And it it disappoints me because I'm like, 
why can't Harley be written this well all of the time? It's it's good because we haven't seen this before. It's just DC suddenly is mm. like, oh, Harley is a good guy now. All right. Yeah. Like, but now it feels like they're developing her, yeah. her into a good guy. Rather, like than even when Clown saying, Hunter's like, "Oh, you're trying to analyze me," and she was like, "Well, that was my job," and he's like, "Oh, you did a great job of that, clearly." And she was like, "No, you don't understand. Like, I was weak, and this person, you know, hurt me and and controlled me basically." And I was like, "This is deep." <laughs> yeah. R slash I'm thirteen, and this is deep. <laughs> I give it like honestly a nine out of ten. Yeah, I would agree. I, I it was a nine for me for sure. What about you, Shooty? Uh, like, like a seven. I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> five or six. Um, I, I haven't really found myself just caring about, uh, uh, you know, Tinian's Batman. Like, since, even since it started, I don't know. I guess because I always had, like, the temporary feel in my head. So it's mm-hmm. kind of just like, I haven't felt myself being attached. So. Fair enough. Uh, Superman, Bendis' last issue. Oh, Holy my God. Dude, that took me so long to read. That is the only like comment I have on this issue is when I flipped the it's like the second page yeah. and it's just like just two speech balls of flight. I looked at it and I went, been, Oh my god. It's it's been kind of a constant trouble of of Bennis' Superman run, in my opinion, that it's very dialogue heavy. Mm-hmm. But it's like I know Bendis has always done this, but this is the first time in my life. This and Young Justice, where I've been like, "Oh, I hate this." <laughs> yeah, you're actually noticing it here. Yeah, like I've read so many Bendis books that I love, but I've never like. If you had have asked me, I would have been like, "Oh yeah, Bendis is one of the easiest to read like writers ever. Like you just jump in and it's snappy and it's quick, and you you kind of get in the rhythm of it." And then these, I'm like, "What is happening?" I usually yeah, you're, that's a good point. For Bendis' past work, I've only ever noticed it when it made sense. When Matt Murdock's identity is revealed and he goes outside his home and there's just press everywhere, then it's a wall yeah. of speech. That makes sense because there's so many people there. Yeah. But this is two people having a conversation. It's just... It's like, okay, we don't need that much, Bendis. I don't know why. Like It's like he's making... You know how Tom Thing... Tom Thing? Tom. It's Clobber and Tom West. I'm Tom Thing. You know how Tom Thing... Tom... God damn you know how tom king's thing is like and i just i want you to to know that i i just know like you know yeah. how that's like how he can write <laughs> like bendis's like shtick now is like i know what i'll do i'll write like 14 paragraphs on one page and that'll just be one conversation <laughs> Just people going back and forth and you're like what this is incomprehensible what is this it's funny there, a couple days ago i was with jd in a call with our colors drew for hero story comics we were working on our comic together and Drew, he's lettering a page and he's like hey jd can you shorten this page a bit and jd's like oh uh, yeah i can probably do that and then we he like shares a screen and it's this it's a page with, I think, four panels in it and just uh, so much text that's, <laughs> like, covering the entire art and we just oh, no. burst out laughing. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know when, when I'm writing the script, I typically don't even think, like, okay, there's a lot of art going on here and obviously, like, if it's a lot of panels, the art's not going to be that big. So I'll be, like, writing a lot of speech and I'm like, damn, like, I'm not actually thinking about, you know, how it's actually going to go down. So sometimes I think less can be more unless you have like the room for the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
The band of stuff is very dialogue heavy. God, if I read the price of hero pays and this Bendis esque dialogue, I'm canceling. <laughs> it was just that one thing. <laughs> you shortened it. I think JD, you shortened it, right? Yeah, I caught about like three lines of dialogue from the page um, that were kind of just like repeats. Now it's only, like, now it's only this big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it didn't. It didn't really need it. So yeah, I ended up cutting uh, some of the stuff. But yeah, no, it is. It is something that I don't know. I guess I just didn't keep in mind as a writer. So it's something that I need to work on. In this something year. that Bendis doesn't keep in mind either. <laughs> but yeah, it's in the end. The story just felt like it wasn't the end of an arc. It just felt yeah. like, oh, suddenly Superman gets gold and armor, and then the United Planets come in, and then the ending itself is, is huge. Yeah, that was cute though. He's like, yeah, floating with Lois. He's like, oh, your music it got me through my harshest days. And it's like, I don't know, it's something. Yeah, that, that was fine. But like, again, it, I mean, look, it's in terms of finales. I guess it was better than his Young Justice. <laughs> <laughs> We're Young Justice. Wait, who are you? Were you young justice? Justice. (laughs) So bad. Uh. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it just didn't feel like the end to me. So it was like, all right, well, bye, Ivan Rezar. I'll miss you a lot. (laughs) Ah, yeah, that is good. Yeah, in the end, it was just all right. Uh, Rorschach will do my pick of the week real quick. This didn't feel like a superhero comic or a Rorschach comic at all. It felt like just a really good one shot. Yeah. I saw someone online say, um, is this a Watchmen sequel or is this a kick-ass sequel? Because it doesn't really feel like Watchmen. And I I strangely kind of felt that way myself. Like, I didn't really feel like I was in the Watchmen universe. Like, I know a lot of people worry about the Rorschach series that, like, oh, why are we milking Watchmen to death? But yeah, I didn't really feel Watchmen-esque. It didn't feel like... No, and I, I, I'll be honest, I think, I think I liked that the most <laughs> is that I was reading this and I'm like... I mean, it's the argument against Doomsday Clock is a lot of people say that, you know, you could remove all the Watchmen stuff from Doomsday Clock and still have Doomsday Clock. Like, it, it's not inherent to Watchmen and it, yeah. you don't need it. But Rorschach, I'm like, at least it feels subtle. Like, I'm reading it and I'm not like, oh, this is beating me over the head with Watchmen I, material. It's just like its own thing. I, I think- but that then the argument for that is... Why make it Rorschach? Well, when you well could so just make so, it? so I think Tom King really wanted to do a political comic, but yes, in the yep. comic landscape it doesn't really fit. And you can mm. do it indie, but it's hard to sell like that. So I think hey, that's the only reason I, Rorschach I, I, is on. To me, you know, like uh, he when he had Heroes in Crisis, he's like, "Hey DC, I need three characters because I have a story idea." I'm like, all right, you get Booster Gold, Harley Quinn, and Wally West, and he's like, "Okay, I can make that work." I think he came to DC with like the political thriller story, and he's like, "I need a character to attach to this. Who do you got for me?" And they were like, uh, "Rorschach," and he's like, "Yeah, that'll sell." So they made it a Rorschach thing, like, and maybe King will reveal this one day in like an interview, but. I felt like this wasn't necessarily written to be a Rorschach comic, but it's kind of merged into that. Ah, uh, yeah. Rorschach didn't even appear until the last like three pages or something like yeah. that. It was I gotta say though, like I girl. did in, and maybe it's because the country that I'm from, but I did enjoy like the the commentary on you know how people are so easily brainwashed by things, and like that was the point of the squid attack. Mm-hmm. But these these people so thoroughly believe it that this guy's just sitting there. He was like. I was having a thought in my head and then I realized, oh, the squids have taken over and then he gets his daughter to shoot him. And I'm like, that, was, that, that part n- hit me like a truck. Too. I was like, Damn. well, it's crazy. Cause it's like, it's, it's showing it, you know, how, how dangerous and how ill it can make people when you pair, <clears throat> you know, manipulation with, you know, guns and, and weaponry and yeah. how 
like what damage that can cause is that you're going to shoot someone because they think they're being controlled by a squid when they're not. Like, correct me if yeah, I'm wrong, it's like, but the squid never had mind powers, right? It would just slaughter. Well, people. they call it they call it like a, a a psychic squid or something. It was something like that. Um, yeah. So it does. But remember, it's not it's not a real squid. <laughs> yeah. Was, I mean, not a real alien squid. It was made by Vite. So I guess they're led to. I guess. It's in the TV show because this is supposed to be in the same timeline as the TV show, right? It is. Isn't there references to the TV show? Yeah, I think they reference Oklahoma. And in that, um, Looking Glass, the, I think the reason why he wears his mask is because that material stops any, like, any oh, squids. Oh, it's like the tinfoil hat. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like a tinfoil hat. Um, oh, okay. I'm pretty sure the first issue had a reference to Oklahoma, which is where the TV show was set. So, And the TV I show was set in the comics universe. Too, yeah, right? so not, I not guess like that timeline would go Watchmen, the comic, Watchmen TV show, and now Rorschach. And then the other timeline, I guess, would just be Watchmen and then Doomsday Clock. So there's two timelines. Because you can't. There's like there's the like there's like Halloween. It's like which it's like timeline Halloween. do I choose? I'm so JD. Of course, you would bring up Halloween when I'm on the podcast. Like my guilty well, pleasure. Listen, franchise. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. You're a Carpenter Halloween fan, so yes, I, I, I try to I try to please the people. Technically, <laughs> Watchmen or sorry, Doomsday Clock is canon to Watchmen, so wouldn't it be? Yeah, it's canon to Watchmen. Watchmen, Doomsday Clock, the show Rorschach. No, no, that's what I'm saying. You cannot. There is no possible way to fit doomsday clock in with the tv show mainly because of adrian correct, Vite. Correct, correct so it's it has to be split timelines is that you know up here yeah, you start with watchmen and then they two they two they follow two it's like when doc brown does that thing on the chalkboard in back to the future yeah. too oh yeah okay. old biff took the book and went to young biff okay yeah it makes sense yeah okay interesting I thought this whole book was just... I, I got lost in it. Like, when I finished, I was like, oh, God, what time is it? Where am I? Kind of thing. <laughs> it, I was so into it. it. It was such a simple story about this father, this terrible father, teaching his 12-year-old daughter how to kill, for the most part. Yeah, with his, like, with like... his friends. They don't kill anyone except for the father at the end, but it just shoot, tell, basically train her to shoot because... Oh, that that squid is up in space, and we're gonna hmm. take a video of you and send it to space, and he's gonna be scared, and he's gonna come down, and we're gonna kill him, kind of thing. It's and like he, horrifying, he, like, even though it's like and... they don't know any better. Like they they've been basically, you know, brainwashed into thinking that this squid came from outer space, and that's what he's like saying. He's like, we gotta be prepared when the squids come. So it's like he seems like a shitty guy because he's teaching his daughter, but like. You know, it's know the better. fault of Adrian because they, you know, they wanted peace for the, not my pop filter. They wanted peace for the world and they, um, you know, it came at the cost of people like this who now believe that they're constantly, you know, under the threat of squids coming. And so it's like, you know, it's this dude where it's like, oh, that's very questionable. But at the same time, you feel bad for him because he so believes this thing that just is not true. And it's like, that's so crazy. Like, I don't know. It, it just, like you said, it hits you when you see him go like, you you have to shoot me because I can't do it because the squids are controlling me. But there is no control. Like, it's just the power of belief that he thinks that that's happening. And it's and, like, yeah, he's just like, you're going to shoot sh me? You're going to put the gun yeah. in my hand so you don't get in trouble? Yeah. And then he smiles at her and then gets shot yeah. in the head. And she, like, does it, doesn't, she doesn't, like, Question. cry. She doesn't get upset. She just walks over to him, puts the gun in his hand, goes, love you, dad, kisses him on the cheek and walks off. Like, they so believe that this is real that it just doesn't even phase them. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah, I've got to thing. shoot you in the head. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, that, that makes sense, Dad. It is crazy, yeah. yeah. Like, Jeez. That's and nuts. then 
what was that ending with the the girl that's with Rorschach also saying love you daddy i didn't understand that there well i think that's so yeah okay so that did confuse me and i don't know if i'm <laughs> missing something but i thought that was supposed to be like i thought the story because he's talking about oh back in 85 and i'm like okay so this is past watchmen they're dealing with the squid i was like is that supposed to be her younger and now the one that's with rorschach is her older and her kissing her dad he's not actually there it's just like you know trying to tie it all in together or is it just a different person and it's like yeah, I don't the know. body like, was still there. So that's like, like I feel like I'm an idiot and I shouldn't know. Or am I just like am I not missing something and this is just how it was yeah. written where you're like, what? I was really confused. Did you But I mean that's like the, that's the whole book too. Uh, I, I don't actually think I read the end of this book. Granted I was reading really <laughs> so I, I, I We're just theorizing about, over this. <laughs> I thought Rorschach didn't even appear in this issue at all. I, I don't remember this. At the end, like the last three yeah. pages or something. Well, I, I don't think not, you had I, any I lines. must not have uh, gotten to the end. I, I thought it was the end. Oops. <laughs> okay. No, it's good. I'm, I'm learning. I, I give Rorschach like a nine. I really enjoyed it. Uh, my pick of the week. Uh, probably like a 7.5 to an 8. I was about to say 7.5 for me. Yeah. <laughs> Mister, I didn't even finish the issue. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, like me reading Endless Winter. <laughs> oh, I guess we should do Death Metal real quick. Oh fuck! I forgot that, that even out. came out. <laughs> That's like the big one that came out this week. Yeah. If Death Metal three happens, I'm not reading it. Well, I was oh, talking oh, with someone like, like this. It's okay, yeah. Uh, I said it's going to be called Death Metal Reunion Tour. <laughs> oh my god! That <laughs> Snyder, stop listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Capullo like pili, pili, pili. <laughs> wait hold just up heard that. <laughs> it's uh I liked your post on it Harper I like I like the way you said I was like supposed to be this big end game moment but yeah you just, you just don't care. feel anything that's a, like this book is geared for us to love like DC diehards who are like universe ending event every character we care about is there and they're facing down for like the fate of the universe we should be like yo this is like the best crisis that's ever happened and i just don't care like i'm reading it i'm like i don't care about anything that's happening here like i'm just i feel nothing and i hate feeling absolutely nothing because like i didn't include this in the post because it was it was getting too long like draft wise i was like this is gonna end up being like nine slides if i talk about heroes in crisis But the thing with Heroes in Crisis is is I could understand what it was going for. And even though a lot of it wasn't good, me actually being able to convey how I feel about that or learning how I feel about that was interesting. Being like, okay, I like this. I don't like this. I see what they're going for, but that doesn't quite work. Whereas Death Metal, I literally feel nothing. Like I would rather sit down and talk with someone over like, oh, I think it's interesting that Heroes in Crisis was trying to do this with Wally West rather than Death Metal, where I go, as a a big monster fights the big female monster (laughs) and then she explodes and then they're all standing there and then they're just like, hey, let's go and punch. (laughs) It's like, I don't care. Yeah. Superman at the beginning does this whole speech where he's just like, we got this, we're going to stand together, we're going to show them our numbers. And then they they start to win, and then Batman who laughs spawns and says, like, a stupid line. (laughs) And Superman literally goes like, well, we go down together. It's like, yeah, I hated that. I was like, yeah, we're all going to die, everyone. We're 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 all going to die die together. It's like, let's die fighting. You're the symbol of hope. Why are you telling people this? And it feels like with the whole Batman who laughs appearing, 
it feels like watching a movie on cable TV where there's commercials at random times. <laughs> like that's what it feels like to me. That's like an, you're enjoying an it, analogy. and then suddenly it cuts to like a toy. <laughs> suddenly it's like, all right, that's what the Batman and laughs feels like. He's just here's all these characters oh. fighting these beings, and then suddenly the stupid character appears to say a line and then we go back to the characters all working together interacting stupid character comes back in and it's like oh. <laughs> if anyone wants to buy your batman who laughs batman action laughs. figure right now from hasbro <laughs> and even then it's like are we just gonna ignore how batman resurrected the regular batman who laughs to join them oh that was yeah that was odd you know like, my favorite thing was and i know it was supposed to be funny but i thought it was so funny like just because of how dumb it was Batman's like, oh, I don't feel too well. Something's wrong here. And Superman's like, probably because you're missing your arm. And he's like, no, not that. And I know that was supposed to be funny, but I was just like, what? <laughs> like, okay, he's so casual about it. He's like, you're missing your arm, man. He's like, all right. <laughs> no, 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 okay. I know, I know, I know that, I know that. I got no arm. There was the cool panels where it showed the families together. No Garth. Except for, for the Flash family. No, yeah, no Flash, Flash family. family. No is, is Garth there, of the Aquaman it, family. Is there one more issue of metal? Yeah, so, yeah, one more. Number like, seven's the end. It's it's very odd to me. I have a feeling that it's like I genuinely would be fine with not reading Death Metal Seven and just going my life. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, oh I, I didn't miss the ending. Okay. <laughs> I, I missed it's Wally over. West drumming. I w- I missed Wally West drumming in a concert. Oh, what are you gonna do? You, you need that then. content though, JD. You need it. You, you need do the content. I? You're hoping for the Flash family picture, but do I? you got you got Joker standing side by side with the Bat family. No Luke Fox oh, yeah. in sight. And and Nightwing going. Uh, for once, I agree with the Joker. It's like, Joker, cool, why are you yeah. standing there? Why are you alive? Yeah, like, isn't that yeah, the world dude. dead? And somehow you're alive and standing next to Batman. Batman's like, yeah. let's go. Uh, like uh, some villains working with the heroes here, I understood Ocean Master with Arthur. I thought that was fine, but where's Garth? <laughs> it wasn't good. This is not good to quote JD. I just felt, yeah, I just, that, that's the worst part about talking about this is there is nothing. Like you just don't feel anything about it. And that's like, I would love to come on and be like, so yeah, there was this part and that was crazy. And oh, Wonder Woman showing up at the end. Like, oh man, oh, what a Wonder moment. Woman. But I just, yeah, I was like, I flipped it and I literally went, okay. <laughs> Isn't it crazy like, how a Marvel story about a god of the symbiote coming down is way better than this? <laughs> it's better, yeah, isn't it's it? It's so much better. A, sto- a story, by the way, that I have no context from because I couldn't give a shit about Venom or Null, and I read it and I was like, this is good, versus Metal, which has like every character I know ever in it, and I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I don't care about this. The King and Black maybe get Venom by Donny Cate. Like, that's how good it was. While Death Metal, I'm just like, I don't care at all. <laughs> that's the thing. When it, At the start of at the start of uh, King in Black, when everything's going to hell, I felt it. And then in this, the whole world looks like a desert, pretty much. And I'm just like, it'll be fine because they're going to shoot some energy at another thing. And then the anti-crisis energy and the crisis energy will conflict. And then they'll build the multiverse. And then everyone will be one connected story. And, and all the fans will go, Oh, well, yo, sorry, sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who's in charge of DC, so I can't even do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, it's Dan to die here. It's <laughs> actually kind of what he sounds like. Hey, actually- JD, where's that Wally West series, buddy? <laughs> Love that, man. It's just, yeah. Death Metal is so 
uninspiring that I prefer Endless Winter. Oh! I thought Endless Winter was awesome this week. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it a lot because I'm not thinking of it as an event. I'm thinking it as a Justice League arc, and for that, it is very much enjoyable. God, you slaughtered Death Metal with that, didn't you? <laughs> I did. We got part part three and four came out this week. Part three, we had Aquaman helping Mura like protect Atlantis, and Aquaman has to go like deep into the center of the Earth to get fire trolls. I know it sounds stupid, but it was enjoyable. How he was able to use his telekinesis to find to kind of communicate with them, and as he was burning because it was like an oven to him, he was boiling alive, and it was really entertaining. Then part like a lobster. Part four, yeah, basically. Part four, you had John Stewart defending the Hall of Justice for with his life and being like, and he talked a lot how he's like Barry talked a lot about family recently, and John Stewart thought, I don't have a family, like I don't know how that feels like. When Barry's like, what do you do between family and not? And, like, work. How do you balance that? And then Barry had to run away before John can answer. And John's like, I don't even have a family. This is my life, is being leader of the Green Lantern Corps. <laughs> it was interesting. It was seeing, like, the depression side of John Stewart. But, yeah, it was it was good. Well, uh, thank you for that weekly endless uh, winter update, Hunter. You're I welcome. You can get back to us next week to, and tell yeah. us what the fuck is going on. I, I will do. will do. Um, I guess last comic that we quickly go over is Iron Man. Yeah. I, why didn't you love it, Harper? I did. Oh, it wasn't your pick of the week, though, and he. he <laughs> no, no, I just I liked that I liked Batman that much, but I am. This is the first issue of this series where I was like, oh, things are making sense now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. I'm just so the thing now, like. If... Sorry, go on, oh. go on. I'm noticing little hints yes. in this book. But I know. It's no, obvious. I was just gonna say that the thing with, you know, the thing with Patsy and people have been. People have been getting annoyed uh, by it for, for quite a while, it seems. And I was, like, sort of in the middle. I'm like, this is dumb, but I don't hate it. But it's, you know, Patsy constantly, you know, holding Tony accountable for things and, and mocking him for flaws that she has also. And it was, you know, getting tied to a point where Tony would be like, you know, a man builds an armor, then the man has responsibilities, then the man needs to save lives. What if he doesn't save enough lives? And she's like, I'm hearing a lot of man talk. And I think people you know, read it as like, oh my God, this is such propaganda trying to like take Tony Stark down. But I just kind of read it as like, oh, okay, he's a character just, you know, attacking Tony for things that are out of his control pretty much. Yeah. And then in this issue that continues and I was like, are they going to do something with her? And then, you yeah, know, you get to did. the part where, where Patsy's like, I really like the man underneath and Tony's just not getting it. And he's just like, but why do you stick around? Like, why are you trying to be my morality counselor? Why are you trying to help me through all this stuff? Like, it makes no sense. And she's like, you're not hearing me. I like the man underneath. And then, of course, they they hook up, they get together. And I can see why some people would be like, oh, my God. They reduced, you know, the strong female character down to just a love interest and and all that. But that's not... To me, that's not what it is. It's these two lost people that are very similar. Tony trying to like take all the blame and be like, everything's my fault. And Patsy trying to use Tony, you know, as he is now to kind of answer for her own flaws and them finding solace in each other. And I'm like, to me, Patsy giving Tony a hard time for all of these things makes so much sense because like she feels the same way about a lot of her own flaws and then she sees them in Tony and she wants to fix them. And she's, you know, she struggles to fix herself. So she's like, I'll fix Tony. And now because of it, she's like, 
you know, fallen head over heels for Tony. And Tony's like, oh, it's kind of clicked <laughs> for him as well. And I'm like, I don't know. To me, that makes sense because it, it made no sense for her to just be there just to like, you know, Either. whisper in ear about that. That was my main criticism. I'm like, they need to do a reveal soon. Like uh, my theory was that she didn't, she wasn't there. Like for some reason, Tony had just selected her in in his memory to be like you know oh damn like in his head the whole time and i was like that would make sense why she's picking up all these things but the fact that she genuinely likes tony i'm like oh that makes sense why she's so invested in his arc and his struggle and him trying to be accountable and even though he keeps being a dick why she keeps coming back to that and i'm like I don't know. And it was cool. I mean, they did like very metaphorically where she gets like the lightning scar on her face and she's all cracked. And so that's like, a, you know, I'm cracked on the outside and now you'll see me from within, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we finally got that moment, but it was just nice to, I don't know. It was nice to go, oh, this is what Cantwell is going for. Like these two people coming together and finding solace within each other. So I was like, yay, Iron Man, good again, finally. <laughs> Man, you you looked into this issue way more than I did. <laughs> I was more into Dude, it's like it's like one of three characters that I've read everything on. I kind of need to. It's almost like it's like I'm history of Iron Man. I was more into is. like the this stuff here, like her hearing voices and it became oh, louder yeah, yeah. and louder. And Tony's just like, "Well, have you gone yeah. checked by a doctor?" She's like, "I'm not schizophrenic. This is actually happening." Oh <laughs> yeah, but that's and that's the thing. I kind of like this is the first issue that they're kind of making good on that promise where Tony's just going to turn around and be like, can you guys fucking leave me alone? Like when they're saying, Oh, James Rhodes is missing Tony. Why aren't you doing enough? And he's like, he's my best friend. Can you leave me alone and stop trying to pretend like, you know me? Cause none of you do. And then to Patsy, he's like, he's kind of a prick. He's just like, Are you, you know, you've had problems in the past. Are you sure she's, and he, she's like, no, listen to me, idiot. And then he does. And it's like, I don't know. It's cool to see that Cantwell is kind of finding a voice for Tony again, if that makes sense. Yeah, like yeah, for sure. It seems like this issue, he's finally got a grasp on like who he wants Tony to to be, where he's trying so desperately to be like more of a, uh, I'm embracing what other people think. But at the same time, he's just like, maybe that's the wrong thing to do. Maybe the only person whose opinion I should care about is Patsy, not, you know, everyone on Twitter tweeting, oh, Tony Stark is such a dick. Like, <laughs> Fat Tony in the cool. house. <laughs> Tony in the house. Fat Tony in the house. <laughs> that, I love that Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Something that kind of made me... Like, you seem to be looking at Tony Stark for the most part. While I was a bit more looking towards the Iron Man of the side of Tony. Mm. Um, this comic's getting cosmic. I did not expect yeah, that it to is, from yeah. an Iron Man comic. So, yep. you find out what this... Uh, what the antagonist's plan is, and it's... Well, I'm Korvac. gonna find Galactus's ship and I'm gonna run it, kind of thing. It's like, oh yeah. my god! So right now, like yeah, Marvel I did Comics, think that was interesting. Galactus is dead is it- currently, so I don't think they all know that though. But Galactus is dead. If they show him alive, it'll be like, come on, man. But well, maybe is, that's just him coming back. <laughs> he is dead as of like a few months ago. Thor actually killed him. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, Thor like just killed him like a couple issues ago in Thor. But yeah, he is oh, dead, damn. dead. But that's why they didn't mention that they're going to find Galactus. They're going to a ship. Instead, so that that, that's what I'm interested in. The next issue has like curry crackle planets, cosmic effect everywhere. So cool. I'm like, god damn, we are. This is a cosmic book now instead of like more of the street level that started in. Which is very cool because I like I like that it started where you're like, oh, this could just be one of the movies. Like it's that grounded, and now it's like 
Corvac's about to make himself like a massive entity again. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, he's just like, been like a dude in a goatee walking around being like, I'm going to charge myself full of electricity, Tony. I did like Patsy. Patsy's dialogue was so good. She was like, didn't he like kill you all? And Tony's like, yeah, but we came back. And <laughs> she's just like, yeah, because he brought you back. <laughs> Tony thinks he's like, yeah, we'll be fine. And she's like, but you did nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point yeah i like this issue a lot actually it was yeah, almost so the I. week i i did prefer warshack a little bit but i think this will be my second pick yeah. before batman even so i give it like a nine yeah i think i think all of those issues were better than superman <laughs> and i think all those issues were better than death metal too oh god i forgot about death metal i already we just spoke about it i already forgot it exists <laughs> And that's yeah. the comics of the week. I'm not going to go over... Oops, my camera just turned off. That's the comics of the week. Oh, if you're listening, it doesn't matter because you won't be able to see it anyway. <laughs> you guys can go ahead and do your... Oh, Harper, you want to try doing an outro? I guess we didn't plan that. Oh, uh, not really. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take over. I'll be taking the reins here. Um, thank you for listening to A Hero Story. This was a fun episode to do. Uh, we started it by just talking around which was really cgc stuff yeah (laughs) cgc you know i love that um but yeah thanks for listening um if you enjoyed listening we appreciate a five-star review or whatever you think we're worth i hope it's five stars um uh follow subscribe do your thing and uh yeah keep it comics so uh, and if you if you liked if you liked me or you hated me being a permanent member message us and tell us and who knows what will happen maybe they'll just just message comic rebirth and be like I liked you, or you sucked, yep. so he can know. I, w- <laughs> I want, want you to be you. a ritualistic sacrifice to the price a hero pays gods. I'm, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will be like, yeah, keep Harper on, except for Ray Fisher, who might be like, get him off. Or and Tyler. Will... Tyler will be like, why you got that guy? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. Uh, for a hero story, I'm JD. I'm Hunter, and thanks for being a hero. And remember. And every that. second is a gift. <laughs> Robbed. And <laughs> I'm done. <laughs>